This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Hi, today is Thursday, August 18th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Authorities investigating dozens of burglaries and car thefts in Bucks County believe the criminals are operating in a wider area. The Warrington Township Police Department released surveillance video and pictures from early Wednesday morning. Police say the thieves target unlocked vehicles between 1.30 and 4.30 in the morning. If the targets find a garage door opener, police say they burglarize the home. If they find the keys, they steal the car. Police believe the thieves are also targeting cars and homes in Doylestown, New Britain, and Solberry. Uh, they say that there have been 25 thefts from automobiles, four residential burglaries, and four stolen vehicles so far. When my wife's car was stolen, Kathy, it was right in the pocket at the time you mentioned. Uh, it was one one forty-five, close to 2 o'clock in the, in the, in the morning. Uh, and, and the, so the vehicle pull up. There were a number of guys in the car. I have it on a number of different security cameras. And they, the guys got out and were checking the doors. They were, and any door that was locked, car door was locked. They just went right past. We don't know what the story was with my wife's car, but they got into it quickly. She she believes she locked it. Don't know. But they were in it and had it running within 20 seconds. Wow. And they, you never found it? No trace of it ever? No, no. I mean, wow. this, this quickly. Yeah, exactly. Preston, yep. this had, this was a crew that did yep. this. Uh, one stolen automobile was recovered in Doylestown Wednesday morning. Another stolen vehicle was seen in Chester City early Wednesday morning, but uh, has not been recovered. The other two vehicles are still missing. Water- don't don't leave anything like like a wire or that suggests that there's something in your center console. Take stuff oh. out of this uh, off the seats. Don't Nothing. leave anything out. Yeah, I, I just wait. I, maybe we'll talk about it later. But um, I just went to uh, the Wissahickon Trail and and uh, hiked to Devil's Pool the other day. And every uh, I would say every third spot in the parking lot had shattered glass uh, from, from someone's window. From yeah, and, and I really? read I read an article afterwards because I was I, I noticed it. Well, um, they know you're off in the park. That yeah, and they and they've been targeting specifically those parking lots there. Old, Old Bell's Mill Road. You know that yeah. where you can get in yes. the Wissahickon Trail. They actually have a occasionally a police car sitting up sitting there, there during the day oh, well. because that's what's happening. Well, that's what the kids were saying. That's what Jace was saying. He's yeah. like, they should have somebody here. You know, can a police car sit here so the people's cars are okay? Right, I mean, right. It was it was disturbing to see. Uh, Warrington Township Police are requesting for any residents in the affected areas to check their surveillance footage uh, for addition additional videos. They're looking for any video that you might have that maybe uh, you know is catching these people on there. And you can email it to the Warrington Township Police Department at b. Schaefer at WarringtonPD.org. Florida authorities are crediting an Apple AirTag in the arrest of an airline worker accused of rummaging through passengers' suitcases and stealing at least $16,000 in jewelry and other items. Police said a passenger traveling from Destin Fort Walton Beach Airport uh, in the Florida Panhandle last month packed the tracking device in her suitcase. Her luggage containing items worth more than $1,600 never arrived at her destination. The passenger, however, told police that her Find My app detected the air tag approximately 11 miles from the airport. A few weeks later, a different passenger reported that jewelry and other items totaling upwards of $15,000 were missing from his bags. Officers cross-referenced the location of the air tag with airport employees in the area, eventually leading to the home of 19-year-old Giovanni DeLuca, an airline subcontractor. Wow. They it's tracked wild. him like yep. that. With uh, That's awesome. <laughs> Preston, yep. so my wife's new car weighs about 800 pounds more because that's how many Apple Air Tags I put oh, in. Oh, seriously? I swear to God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> and they, they work like a charm. It works on any d- Apple device. 
and there's millions, maybe bordering on a bill, like a billion out there. It gets anywhere in proximity to those devices, and it it breeds. So it's it's a network of Apple devices. I got a. It's an, like a billion. I got an alert, one of those alerts that said there's you know a device that's not yours that's been following you for a yeah. bit. It was it quickly ended, but I was like, oh, like I guess it could have been somebody driving behind me. I don't. I got it when I got out of the car. So of course, me, I'm in you know my garage. I'm like looking around. I'm yeah. outside. Yeah. I'm like, is well, there my, anybody around? Claire's phone always registers because I registered the tags in, under my account so when she gets in she'll see that pop up and she knows that it's okay yeah uh so uh they found items reported missing by the second traveler uh and said that deluca admitted to rummaging through the first victim's suitcase and removing an air uh, the apple air tag her personal belongings however were never recovered Mm. deluca now faces two counts of grand theft with a turbulent summer travel season millions facing cancellations and lost luggage piling up more travelers have turned to tracking technology like apple air tags and tile bluetooth trackers for peace of mind. Drexel University is offering a 50% tuition discount for any community college graduates. It's part of the university's new Promise program, which aims to attract community college student transfers and help them get across the finish line to earn a bachelor's degree. Starting in 2023, community college graduates who transfer from in-state or New Jersey will be eligible to receive a 50% tuition discount to continue their education. Right now, tuition costs more than $56,000, not including room and board. For those who qualify, the 50% discount will slash the cost to attend to about $28,000. At the height of the pandemic, colleges across the country saw a dip in enrollment, including the West Philadelphia Institution. This year's numbers are up 5%. Kristen, you and I always flirted with becoming lawyers. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. You want to go for it? Yeah, yeah. All right, let's do it. We can, uh, we we can, can make, study together. Squeeze in the time, and yeah, we can have a little study hall, you and I. Study meetings. <laughs> All right. (laughs) Could you imagine? It'd be the worst ever. (laughs) I don't know. Hey, we could wear cowboy hats. We'd be cowboy hat wearing lawyers. And have the billboard because us looking very austere at the camera. (laughs) Now, what type of law? Like, what cases would you guys take? Uh, Natural law. (laughs) Natural law. (laughs) It's easier. It's more intuitive. (laughs) Yeah. We're your natural lawyers uh, of America with (laughs) cowboy hats. You have to have cowboy hats. In L.A. (laughs) All right, in sports this morning. The Phillies concluded their road trip with a one nothing loss to the Cincinnati Reds at Great American Ballpark on Wednesday afternoon. Jose Barrera walked it off for the Reds with an RBI single against Sir Anthony Dominguez in the bottom of the ninth. Dominguez allowed a one-out walk and two-out single on his way to taking the loss. The team has today off, but opens up a four-game series against the Mets tomorrow night, which includes a day-night doubleheader on Saturday and a game on Sunday. Aranola gets the start for the Phils on Friday, and the first pitch is scheduled for 7.05. The Sixers' schedule was released yesterday. They're starting the season off on the road in Boston on October 18th against the Celtics. Their home opener will be on October 20th against the Milwaukee Bucks. The second, third, fifth, and sixth seeds in the Eastern Conference last season are all among the Sixers' opening seven games. The Sixers are on the road for a lot of holidays this season. Listen to this. They'll play away games on Halloween the day before and after Thanksgiving, Christmas Day, St. Patrick's Day, and on Easter Sunday. Wow. 
And the first place Philadelphia Union lost to third place FC uh, Dallas 1-0 last night in a muggy Toyota Stadium. Although the loss was the Union's second in a three-game stretch, they remain on top of the Eastern Conference standings five points clear of CF Montreal. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you, Kathy. Actually, Steve, I've rethought the cowboy hat thing. Oh. You know, I, let's bring back, like, the Daniel Boone raccoon hat. Yeah, raccoon hats. Yeah, how about that? Yeah. That'll be our angle. Yeah. Warriors and fur trappers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's God, a those things are terrible. combination that's never been done no. before. Uh, uh, that's <laughs> how you innovate. Mm-hmm. The others have cowboy hats. Mm-hmm. Ours used to be squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but fur. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, good morning, everyone. Uh, welcome to a Thursday with the President's Eve radio program with some things uh, taking place today that we hope you'll stick around for. One of them being our friend uh, Victor Fiorello is stopping by today from Philadelphia. Philadelphia Magazine. Uh, they have their worst of Philly 2022 out. I thought we were going to be talking about the best. Uh, of Philly. We should probably touch on both. We're yeah. going to do the worst yeah. of Philly this morning. The worst is kind of fun. It is. Yeah. Fun. They, they they play around with uh, some of the topics. So uh, we'll get Victor in later on this morning to talk about. Uh, that. Well, when the best of magazine came out, I was excited to bring that home because, uh, like, I, I wanted to give it to my wife so she could read it on, you know, like on the beach. Like, it's such a great beach well, read. W- what it ends up being is it's an invaluable source for like you know g- brunch locations oh, and yeah, things totally. like that. Like, yeah. I mean, it's awesome. I just yeah. liked the cover. It looked like watermelon. <laughs> I couldn't tell what that was at first. Is that, that what was that was? China. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ch- like it's, carved watermelon. It's watermelon. It okay. says best. All right, so we will talk to Victor later on this morning. And uh, we also have a really cool thing that's uh, going on with the uh, the BMW Championship uh, golf tournament that is happening uh, today, actually. It's Again, huge. The, the big biggies are, yeah. are in town. So uh, mm-hmm. it's it's a big deal, and, and we might have your chance to be able to go to that. Wow. Yeah, we'll tell you a little bit later on as we get closer to the Bizarre File. I don't know why I started talking about thirst, like Thurston Hill Third. Upper crusty. Because it's a, it's a Those people club. don't wear cowboy hunts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so with that, we'll take a break. We will come back. We'll start giving things away. We have ample opportunities for you to win some stuff this morning, and uh, we'll dive into that entertainment report. So we'll begin in a moment. Make sure you stay with us. Not gone long at all. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Podcasts? Oh yeah, MMR's got them. There's the Fun Size and Bizarre File editions, along with Preston and Steve full show podcasts, plus the MM Archives podcast and more. Click podcasts on WMMR.com. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Real quick, we got a uh, we got a call from a guy. I want to mention this. I said later on we're going to have a chance to win uh, for you to win tickets to the uh, BMW Championship that's taking place. A big golf outing. Uh, we got a uh, call from a guy who's a security guard at the main gate uh, before the metal detectors. His name is Bill Johnson. He's a huge fan of the President Steve Show. Uh, and his job is to greet everyone <laughs> who comes in the thousands and thousands of people. So if you're going today, say hi to Bill on Th- your way That's in. cool, yeah. If you happen to, uh, to be there, he's going to be saying uh. hello to everyone. He said he did it yesterday and did it thousands of times. Yeah. Gonna be Couldn't be a better day today, right? Yeah, it's going to be beautiful. Yeah. So actually, Marissa and I are going to go. Really? Yeah, yeah, we're looking forward to what that. What professional so. golfer are you playing with? Uh, I will be <laughs> playing with Cameron Smith. He's on fire right now. And, you know, he needs to put joint. So, uh, but nonetheless, we will we'll be there. So hopefully we'll see some and we'll have your chance to win later on. In the meantime, something else to be given away. We have a $50 gift card to Nebraska Brazilian Steakhouse for the stupid question. Uh, this is a bit of a morbid question, but I'll ask it. What flavor of Kool-Aid was used 
at the Jonestown Massacre? Oh, gee. That is actually a good question. 215-263-WMMR. What flavor of Kool-Aid was used at Jonestown? Let's see if you know the answer to that. Uh, we'll go through birthdays. Waiting for the answer. Thursday, August 18th. And uh, we'll start with Dennis Leary. Uh, who celebrates his 65th birthday today. He's great. Yeah. I, I got to that. spend some alone time with the him. Story the story of Casey <laughs> and an awkward moment. You've had a, we've all had awkward uh-huh. moments, but uh just recount a little bit of that Dennis Leary moment. Well, we were at the Rescue Me tour in Atlantic City. Uh we were fortunate enough to go backstage. Lenny Clark, Lenny Clark Dennis Leary, a whole all bunch those of guys, guys. All and, great. And so they they brought us into their dressing room and you know, uh <laughs> <laughs> it was really hey, you know, and we were all just, you know, shooting yeah. the poop. And then I was like, oh, I gotta go to the bathroom. So I went into the bathroom, did my business, just a little number one. Yeah. And then I, I opened the door, I come out, and it's just me and Dennis Leary. You guys had all <laughs> left. And I don't even remember. It was just like, oh, um, hey. I don't. Hey, <laughs> my guy, I guess I'll be going there. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> you, you, you like to eat? <laughs> he was very congenial, but at a certain it had, that portion of his evening had wrapped up. Right, and uh, right. you come out of the bathroom like, hey, Listen, I, I could have made, made it ten times worse, yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. it really wasn't as bad. So why right. rescue me? <laughs> yeah. So he's 65 today. Uh, wonderful comedic actor Martin Mull has his birthday. Unbelievable. Oh. Yeah, 79 years old He today. was in the movie Wildcats, and I was just for some reason We were off, just talking air. about it. Yeah, you were just singing the, the song at the end of the movie Wildcats. You're right. He yeah. pl- Wait, was he in that movie? Isn't he the ex-husband? No. Who's that guy? a different guy who looks a little bit like Martin Mull. It is not him. Martin Mull was the boss and Mr. Mom. I know who he is. Who's that guy? He's been in other things, too. Casey, you will have to look that up because I don't have have Nick here to go, hey, Nick, look this up real quick. So if you want to look that up and find out who that was. But I know who he is. He's another character actor. Uh, But Martin Mull has been in so many great comedic moments. Was he... He wasn't in SCTV, was he? Was no, he part of he that was, crew? He was in a show called uh, Fernwood Tonight, which okay. which was a sequel or, or a, uh, an offshoot of Mary Hartman. Yeah, Mary Hartman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so he, it was a, t- a faux talk show with Fred Willard was his Ed McMahon, right? And it was great. And then he moved on and started doing a lot of uh, of movies. He's in a, a movie. Maybe do you remember from the seventies, Preston, called Serial? S E R I A L. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, and I, I want to say he was part of like not necessarily the news or something like that. It's possible, yeah. He, he, did, he was in a, a bunch of those comedic troops. He's seventy nine today. James Keach is the guy that I was thinking. Oh, of. and he, I think he's related to uh, Stacy Keach. Stacey Keach. Yep. Yeah, he's yeah. got a similar look about. Him. <laughs> he's yeah. the cop in uh, National Lampoon's Vacation after that the, he dragged the dog. Yes, uh, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's him. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right, we also have uh, Edward Norton celebrating his birthday today. Super talented. Yeah, uh, American History X is just a masterpiece. It is, and the funny thing is, is that the, the director, actual director, sort of walked away from it like it wasn't... I don't know why you wouldn't be happy with the way that turned oh, out. Man. I watched that two times in one day. Oh, it my, just it affected me It heavily. guts you. Uh, then you have uh, Fight Club, Red Dragon is a great movie. Uh, Do you also, know- The Illusionist. Bunch of stuff. His um, Hulk movie, The Incredible Hulk, is actually um, now related to She-Hulk. Yeah. Because the name, right. Yeah. So, they're, they're, in other words, they didn't sweep that one under the carpet. Okay. Yeah. Good. Uh, he's 53 today. Uh, director Roman Polanski has his birthday today. Uh, amazing movies. Chinatown. Uh, Rosemary's Baby. So, if you... Uh, uh, directed, uh, got an Oscar for The Pianist. The Piani Player. The Piani Player. Yeah. Uh, 
Matt, <laughs> listen, uh, he's a reprehensible person, what he's right. done, but yep. the movies are amazing. He's 89 today. Uh, Robert Redford, speaking of the Marvel Universe, uh, Winter Soldier was on yesterday, and I, I watched a, a good chunk of it, and he is fantastic in that movie. And the fact that a guy who most often plays a good guy yeah. played such a... Prick. Oh, yeah. Uh, movies like The Way We Were, yeah. The Sting, Butch Cassidy, and Sundance Kid. He's 86 years old today. You think he was a good-looking dude, uh, Kathy? Um, I mean, I think he was one of right. the best-looking people ever. I think really? he was, has to be way yeah. up there, right? Yeah. Um, and still, at his age now, yeah. he still looks fantastic. Uh, he's 86 years old today. Uh, Christian Slater ah. has his birthday. Uh, everything from Heather's, which, by the way, uh, Caroline loves. Heather's? Heather's, Still yes. works. Is that a she musical now? Did watched they... it the other day. They yeah. made it into a musical. Yep. Uh, so, uh, it's yeah, it's, it holds up. It's a weird movie. Uh, also, True Romance, Pump Up the Volume. Gleaming Broken the Arrow. Cube. Gleaming the Cube. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, Broken Arrow. Uh, he's 53 today. Steve, it's Malcolm Jamal <laughs> Warner's <laughs> birthday. <laughs> Uh, yes, Malcolm Jamal Warner. I always liked him. Uh-huh. He was fun. And that relationship they had on that show was great. Yeah, um, that show was great. Yeah. yeah. Again, separating mm-hmm. the art from the artist. Correct. That's a good way to put it. Uh, so he is celebrating his 52nd birthday today. That's not nice. Jesus Christ. What? Malcolm Dale, Jamal Warner. you're eligible for AARP. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happened to the guy who was bagging groceries? Oh yeah, and I forgot the actor's name. He was the boyfriend on was- the Cosby Show, and then uh, he's just doing whatever he had to do to make ends meet. And then somebody made him a, 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 a an offer to get back into the acting realm, and I haven't really and he took advantage of heard it. much about yeah, yeah. Jeffrey yeah. Owens, Jeffrey Owens. Owens, and I think it was like. Um, uh, Peel, Jordan Peel might have thrown I him some stuff. I thought that was, or, or, or maybe even, uh, oh, geez, uh, Medea. Yeah. Oh, um, uh, oh. Uh, why can't I'm having a brain fart with his name? God Almighty! One of the most successful directors. <laughs> Medea, come on, Medea. everybody, come on! You threw me off with Medea, Tyler Perry, Tyler oh, thank Perry, you very much. <laughs> Jesus, uh, yeah, maybe it was Tyler Perry that uh, that uh, threw him a bone as far as an acting gig goes. But I don't know. Uh, we're talking about Theo. We're not talking yeah. about Theo. Theo's fifty-two. <laughs> okay, the little guy who's working in the supermarket. Fifty-two, depressing me. Uh, Francis Bean Cobain. Has her birthday today, daughter of Courtney Love and Kurt Cobain. Uh, she is 30 today. Maybe they'll play this at her birthday party today. <laughs> if she's a fan of the Batman, they will. Oh, no, it's it's well done in Batman. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's just depressing. And Come on, guys. Dour. Sing. Uh, so she is, wow, she's 30 years old today. Man, this is oh, ridiculous. man, oh, man. Yep. Uh, we also have uh, Bob Woodruff, uh, the anchorman, journalist, wounded in Iraq, like really poor. He re- re- was in really poor condition. Yes. He had a brain injury. Traumatic head injury, yeah. And, uh, but... Uh, His with, head is still... With, it's got like a dimple in it yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. But he had, uh, he had, you know, they brought him back with therapy and everything, and, and he made a miraculous recovery. Did it, uh, like a short, limited series, I think, with his son? traveling around and it was i saw one or two episodes it was really good he's 61 today uh andy samberg has his birthday love him uh yep he's been what here in our studio yes with the, the uh lonely island guys hold on a minute play that again yeah that's him that's him yep. what is up everybody hey, hey. That, i would never peg that that was his voice. yeah he's the voice of baby brent in uh 
cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Okay. And then the last birthday, and I saved the best for last. Uh-huh. It's Caitlin Olson's birthday. Oh! Sweet D. Caitlin Olson. It's always sunny in Philadelphia and a friend of our radio program. And she is awesome. Uh, she's so cool. 47 today. I'm eventually going to watch Hacks. I'm eventually getting around to that. I heard she's great in it. She, in the, so she's featured more prominently in the first season, has a very good episode in the second season, but they weren't able to sync up the schedules. So, you know, it's sort of hit or miss. But she also, her husband in Hacks is from this area. The, he's a, an MMA fighter, Paul right. Felder, right. and he grew up in uh, Delaware County. But and I was watching the second season. I'm like, yeah, that guy looks like uh, Felder. And uh, and as it turns out, it was. And he had done a, a stint on It's Always Sunny, and that's how he ended that's up how it on, happened. on Hacks. Her series, The Mick, which I loved, which was on Fox for... My I mom think, loved Hacks. Yeah. Oh, oh really? my God. Yeah. Uh, I believe it's available on Hulu. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so happy 47th birthday to the very lovely and sweet Caitlin Olson. All right, we're looking for the answer to this question. What flavor of Kool-Aid was used at uh, Jonestown? 215-263-WMMR's number. We are going to Nancy to see if she knows the answer. Hi, Nancy. Good morning. Uh, Nancy, what flavor did they use at uh, Jonestown, please? They used grape flavoring. Grape, yes. Oh. Hang on a second. A couple of people texted in, actually, it wasn't Kool-Aid, it was Flavor-Aid, if you want to be specific about things. Mm. It's always been known as, you know, you, there's, a, there's a phrase, drinking the Kool-Aid, right. which it's comes from that. About, yeah. But I guess Flavor-Aid was the brand that they used, uh, and a few people are texting in about Couldn't that. even spring for the real stuff. Yeah, yeah. right, come on, man. Chinton out on yeah. that. It's the last thing they're going to have. This is Flavor-Aid. All right, so. This uh, is Molto Meal. For Nancy, we are going to set her up with a $50 gift card to Nebraza Brazilian Steakhouse in Horsham. Struggling to find a restaurant for everyone? Well, Nebraza had you covered. They offer 15 different cuts of meat and salmon for one set price. Wow. August's meat of the month is ribeye. Info and reservations available at nebraza.com. I got stuff for you here, folks. We're going to start with this. Page Six is reporting that celebrity life coach and podcaster Jay Shetty is expected to officiate the wedding between Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck in Georgia this week. So weekend. will his parents be there? Will Ma Shetty be there? Ma Shetty? I don't know. I, the first thing I thought of was, besides it sounding almost like a, yeah, yeah. a curse word, was um, <laughs> Pete Schwetty. Uh, oh, yeah. And his uh, Schwetty balls. balls. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, no, Jay Shetty is Oh, his wait. Name. I know. Are you familiar with Jay Shetty? Guy? I, think it, I think the connection is through her. Yes, I'm it is. I'm pretty so, sure I follow him because of her. He has been close friends with J-Lo for years, according to Page Six. Girl, you've got it going on. A lot of... If it's the same guy, a lot of her videos are on his social media for whatever reason. I don't know why. Is he the former Hindu monk? Okay, and Accenture strategist. Oh, also officiated the wedding of Lily Collins and director Charlie McDowell in in Colorado in September. Lily, Lily. Uh, so, although the couple is celebrating with a three-day wedding at uh, Ben's Estate in Riceboro, Georgia this weekend, they were officially wed in Las Vegas last month. But this guy does this type of thing, and I guess he's a, you know, he's a, he's a life coach. Jay Shetty's a life coach. Who yeah. knew? Shetty, yes. Kathy uh, follows him. <laughs> a coroner's report has revealed the official cause of the de- of death for Anne Heche. Uh The star died from smoke inhalation and thermal injuries stemming from the car crash that left her in a coma. According to E! News, a report 
Well, the Los Angeles County Department of Medical Examiner Coroner shows that other significant conditions, including a sternal fracture due to blunt trauma, also contributed to her, de- to her death, but most of that was uh, through her lungs. She was in that car for a while. She was basically <sighs> cooking her lungs. Oh my the fact that she sat up, Still, uh, that that still, footage still same. blows my mind. I, like every time I hear her name or hear another yeah. story about her, that's all I think about is that she was awake, sitting up, and whatever. She was that I, technically far gone. She'd been that severely injured, and yet somehow some mechanism in her kicked in, and she sits right up. Do you guys see the video, or the the pictures of the house now? Uh, they, mm-hmm. they have the, the post photos. I mean, like I know that they've they've come in and, and cleared some yeah. of it out with. Uh, machinery and whatnot but i mean she went through the house, the house yeah it's crazy uh so she was going really really fast so uh that was uh the uh they they officially ruled the death as an accident well, you, there's video of her car going through the neighborhood like it, it's not yeah. the house that she hit it was from another house yeah, yeah it's a doorbell camera she was flying yeah, doing, she doing hit, 90 she hit something else she hit like a garage or something yeah. like that and then kept going after that accident and then hit that house terrible um jonah hill is no longer going to be promoting his films. Uh, the Moneyball actor, who recently finished filming the mental health documentary called Stutz, explained in an open letter published by Rolling Stone that he won't be doing media appearances in order to protect himself. Uh, he said, through this journey of self-discovery within the film, I've come to understanding that I have spent nearly 20 years experiencing anxiety attacks, which are exacerbated by media appearances and public-facing events. You won't see me out there promoting this film or any of my upcoming films while I take this important step to protect myself. I wonder if, well, they usually contractually make well, that part of a deal. He's going to avoid that. He's, yeah. If you want to get Jonah Hill, right. you're going to have to deal with the fact that he is not going to be there to promote it. I wonder how that will in- impact, because he generates a lot of his own content, but I wonder if that will limit what he gets offered. He said, I usually cringe at letters or statements like this, but I understand that I am of the privileged few who yeah. can afford to take time off. I won't lose my job while working on my anxiety. With this letter and with studs, I'm hoping to make it more normal for people to talk and act on this stuff uh, so they can take steps towards feeling better and so that the people in their lives might understand their issues more clearly. Well, it's a good thing he came by here yeah. a few years ago. Did we do it to him? He's not going to be doing it again. There by the way, his time in Philadelphia just ruined my life. Uh, in addition to Stutz, Hill co-wrote and stars in the Netflix film You People, which comes out later this year. Now, there was another story about him that I was reading. Uh, Vanity Fair celebrated the 15th anniversary of Superbad with a brand new oral history of the comedy, which includes the the revelation that Jonah Hill immediately hated Christopher Mintz Plaza after their audition together. Uh, Hill was already cast in the film and was reading scenes opposite the actor auditioning to play uh, Fogel, a.k.a. McLovin. Right, right. Uh, and that's when uh, Men's Plaza came in for the uh, into the room for a third callback. Chris, uh, this is according to Hill, he said, Chris was really, really amazing off the bat. And I think he was really annoying to me at that time. And uh, Judd Apatow remembered the audition more vividly. He said, uh, Men's Plaza was very caustic and attacked Jonah and did improvs insulting Jonah. He played it like he was clearly the coolest guy in the room and everyone else was a nerd and a loser. He was Dean Martin instead of Jerry Lewis. And he said, uh, Seth Rogen said, Jonah immediately hated him. Wow. <laughs> he said he was like, that. F- that's effing with my rhythm and I couldn't perform with that guy. But Apatow said, 
Jonah came to me and said, I don't like that guy. I don't want him doing it. And I said, that is exactly why we're hiring him. <laughs> it couldn't be more perfect. The fact that it bothers you is exactly what we want. You know what? Uh, maybe this is sacrilege. I think super bad is okay. I agree with you. Yeah. I agree. I, and I, it was... Uh, you know, posed as like this this yeah. amazing. It's going to redo. You know, uh, you know the the new face of comedy. I, yeah. I, I was like, it's okay. Yeah, it's all uh, right. I will admit this. Never seen it. Okay, never seen it. Kathy, is there something you'd like to admit about uh, Superbad? Nope. I can't remember if I saw it. Okay, I feel like I did. I do see still Obviously people, even, memorable. even teenagers wearing the McLovin license Absolutely. plate uh, yeah, yeah, or, yeah. or li- a driver's license photo. Yeah. I did. It's. it's popular with a group so i feel like that one and uh oh, no i did see it okay <laughs> did you like it this just in this just in uh, breaking news admitted to have, having seen Superbad. the question still remains what did she think of it we go now to our field reporter preston elliott who will ask kathy this very question steve i'm here with kathy romano and the president of steve studios with this exclusive and we now now, ask the hard-hitting question. Kathy, did you or did you not enjoy the movie Superbad? Preston, I don't really remember. Uh, I don't remember hating it, but I certainly don't remember oh, loving it. hearing this correctly, she's saying she cannot remember having seen it. Steve, there's a bit of a commotion here on the scene right now. Someone's entered, uh, and, and we're going to have to wrap this up quickly. I'm sorry. There's someone there's who... a man with a gun. Quick, run! Jonah Hill. <laughs> I right. think that that movie, Pineapple Express, and uh, Tropic Thunder all came out around the same time. And of the I love Pineapple Express. I loved Pineapple I loved Express. Tropic Thunder. And then this was after 40-Year-Old Virgin, which I loved. Okay. And I don't think Superbad was in that. I'll tell you what I do remember. I hated Pineapple Express. What? Uh, oh, God, I know, so and you guys good. always talk about how good it is. And I even tried to go back and watch it again. And I was like, this is torture. Yeah. Uh, breaking news. Uh-oh. Here we go. No. Oh, no. Break, 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 we go down to the studios of WMMR at Bella Kinwood with Preston Elliott, apparently about to break some news live on the air. We go down to you, Preston. I've never seen Pineapple News. Oh, my God. Dude, we got field reporter Kathy Romano, who's in the very same studio with Preston Elliott, has just experienced this revelation. Kathy, what do you think Preston's observations will be? No, it's. I think that I didn't see Pineapple Express either. This isn't the movie I hated. Oh, <laughs> what did you hate? I don't remember. Oh man, we all got to watch this together. What? Uh, it's so good. It, and and James Franco is hilarious. No. Uh, oh, Amber Heard is in it. I yeah. bet it's role models that you're thinking of, Kathy. No? No. I think okay. Tom so, Cruise was in it. It's Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. <laughs> oh, Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder. Tropic is Thunder? it Tropic Thunder? Where they're making a movie. Where he's wearing like a fat suit. Tom Cruise. Bold, ca- bold cap. They're like in Les, the- Les Grossman is the character's name. Yeah, I think that was They're it. making oh, a Vietnam wow. movie. That's the one I didn't like. Okay. Oh, you didn't like that? Yeah, it. that's oh the one that God. I had to go back and like try again. And I was like, I can't get through this. By the way, we have a new character. Somebody's texted in and said, I am now the never seenerer. <laughs> Just rattling off the things. Oh, my God. The classic things I've never seen. Well, I, I'm glad, right. Casey, that you uh, you piped in, too. Because I, I, like, I hate to admit it, but I don't think. Uh, All right. Well, I'm, I'm happy. Happy to hear that because now I don't feel so bad about not, not ever seeing it. Do you guys want to so. come over and watch Pineapple Express? No. You guys want to come over? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe this weekend. Who yeah. knows? Yay! All right. I got some other things to get to. Uh, Amy Schumer joked. Uh, she's clarifying a joke that she made about social media and mental health. Uh, she said in a video on her Instagram Sunday, I have decided for my own mental health 
to do more social media. Oh, my God. I find that looking at my phone for eight and a half hours a day is helping me, and it's helping this pimple patch and this breakout. Uh, and being in my 40s, she said, it's actually good for me to watch all of the Love Island and all of the Bachelors, whether in paradise or just normal mansions. So you'll be seeing a lot more of me on social media just for my physical and mental well-being. Uh, but she, it came one day after Tom Holland had revealed that he is taking a break from social media right. for his mental health. And on her Instagram story on Tuesday, she clarified that she was just poking fun at herself and her own special media, her own social media consumption. She wasn't mocking Holland. She wrote, not shading Spider-Man, making fun of myself. Of course, social media is toxic, she wrote, uh, with uh, notes uh, in a notes app, a screenshot, and adding a spider emoji. Uh, so, yeah, she was just having some fun. It wasn't, and nobody was, it, he wasn't calling her out or anything like that either. I, so. I think over the past couple of years, I think now, in the, we don't have kids, my wife and I, but I could see parents making the call to keep their kids off social media for as long as possible. Oh, yeah. Sure. It's yeah. Also- because it, I don't see any downside to doing that. Well, the downside is then you're the kid who's the, not on social right, media. Right, right. And, uh, and I don't care. Uh, yeah, I know, but you, you the kids never taste. Well, your the... kids are older, case. Like I'm at the like yeah. some of Jace's friends. I see them on so they're they're starting, and I'm uh, like, yeah. he fortunately has what not grade? said anything. And I'm like, mm, I, this what is not he? happening. Fifth. Okay. He's going into fifth. Yeah, uh, I'm lucky that mine never came to me and said, "Come on, like, you know, I, I want to do this." We, oh, we're yeah. little, so yeah. we've, we've avoided it easily. Are they on yeah. social media? Um, Carter is. Uh, Caroline has uh, flirted with the idea of it, but oh, she's on TikTok. Yeah, actually, she just she just bailed on it. She had uh, she had a couple of videos that were like had hundred thousand views. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, she started seeing some negative things in the comments. She's like, I'm done. Delete me. Good, yeah, so good for her. Yeah, so she got off of there. Yeah. And I'm like, I was I was proud of her for doing that for coming to that decision. On we, her. we waited, Kath, uh, to l- yeah. allow our children to be on any social media. What grade was it? Do you remember? Uh, so. I want to say Instagram might have been like seventh grade. Oh, okay. Uh, right, Snapchat was eighth grade. It's years. so funny because Avery, uh, no, it, and it wasn't even great. It was ages. When she turned 13, she just turned 13, she basically put together a PowerPoint presentation on why she should be allowed to. Uh, <laughs> Are you serious? I swear to God. I sw- really you know, and she took the, you know, that's what my other daughter had done. Uh, yeah, so we didn't allow our children for, you know, and all of their friends were on it for a while. All right, uh, I want you guys to uh, uh, to rest easy because the reports uh, that, uh, d- despite earlier stories that have come out, Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox are still there. Oh, my God. I know, I know. Oh, it feels like a weight's been lifted. Well, sources close to the couple say that they're doing just fine. Oh, no, good. No big issues. Uh, uh, have, by, so tomorrow we should be hearing the breakup news. They said they obviously can't be together 24-7 because both of them work and have kids, but they are solid. As a rock. Suspicions began when Megan started posting pics online without him. Looking thirsty. Their last upload together was way back in June. And she also didn't show up to his hometown show in Cleveland over the weekend. And that fueled the breakup rumors. Who doesn't want to go to Cleveland? Uh, At the concert. (laughs) I do. MGK told the audience that uh, he just talked to Megan before he got on stage. calling. Hey, y'all. Just talked to Megs just before the show. We're copacetic. So you're, you're ready to go? You want For to, go to Cleveland? I want so, to go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I'll do that after I do that giant water slide thingy that uh, that propels you into the air. Do you do you know what I'm talking no, about? No. Oh, I see all these videos on like Instagram. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it, it propels I, you into the air. Yes, it looks scary. It okay. looks amazing. I mean, I would probably have <laughs> so, to wear. So, just a quick question: is that is that in near the? Is r- it in 
Cleveland? Cleveland? Yeah, so I had posted something on my uh, points out that way. Instagram the other day about this. Uh, I said, I need to go uh, to this. I, 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 I don't know if anything like this exists around here. And right. apparently there's a place called Ohio Dreams. It launches you up into a pool, right? Like yeah. you slide yeah. down. So yeah. here's, here's Take a, a look slide. at it, President. Uh, and it launches you. And then oh, okay. I can do it just like that guy. All right, it's a, it's, a, yeah. it's a slide that ends in essentially a ramp that shoots you up and then down, and then you, you fall down into a So pool. that before the okay. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. yeah. And right. so it looks fun. It, it doesn't look like, oh, my God, I have to do that. But, well, for you, that's cool. Yeah, for, for me you. and Kathy. Okay. <laughs> this is a startling revelation. <laughs> <laughs> Casey boy, who when posed the question, do you want to visit the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, said, no, first I want to do this cool slide that I saw. <laughs> everyone to be somewhat perplexed and then they asked geographically is it in anywhere near the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame which is verified that yes it actually is. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Glad we got that. We're good. Uh-huh. We're good. Everybody's good. Uh, so Kathy Romano admitted that she might want to see Superbad but first would like to have waffles. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> All right, I have, I have a divorce story here, oh, folks. We got we got serious. Oh, I hate to see that oh, when that happens. Oh, it's so uncommon these days. Mad Men star Vincent Carthizer, I guess is how you say his name, uh, has filed divorce from Alexis Bledel. Uh, oh, I love years. Alexis Bledel. I do too. Yeah, she's a Gilmore girl. Eight years of marriage. Yeah, and she's also in uh, The Handmaid's Tale, Sin City. Yep. Uh, in documents obtained by Us Weekly, Us Weekly, uh, Carthizer, Carthizer. She didn't want to be Mrs. Carthizer. Uh, filed to divorce the Gilmore Girls actress on August 10th in New York's Putnam County Supreme Court. The couple <clears throat> welcomed their now six-year-old son in the <clears throat> fall of 2015. I know that's too bad. Looking at them side by side, I think she kind of outclasses him. Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's a weaselly-faced turd. And, <laughs> and who? And I say that. <laughs> With all the love, with all objectivity, yeah. Who is this guy? Uh, he's he's on Mad Men. I don't, I don't know who he, he was. You would know him without the beard, and if his hair was slicked back a little bit, he was one of the prominent characters. Uh, hey, uh, Mark Wahlberg says that his kids are not fans of his early '90s fashion choices. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh, the former Calvin Klein model told Entertainment Tonight uh, that his children are terribly emba- ah! they're terribly embarrassed by his Marky ah! Mark. Marky Mark era style, which that pal is from that era. He had an exercise video. With some fly honeys. Like a Marky Mark workout. And uh, yeah, this gal sitting there doing like (laughs) sit-ups or something like that. And her her muscles are, you know, (laughs) taut and everything. And and he's just pointing to her stomach going, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's so So bad. It's so of a time. Yeah. Uh, at that at that time, the actor was well known for his low slung jeans, backwards baseball caps, and frequent shirtlessness. And he added, "My son," he said, "the whole time we were on summer break, doesn't have a shirt on and has his underwear hanging out. He totally stole that whole look from me." <laughs> so they're kind of having fun with uh, Dad's former fashion style. Uh, Tuesday's deadliest catch was intense as the fishing fleet near the U.S.-Russian border witnessed what appeared to be a missile launch. Ah. Captain ah. Jonathan Hillstrand of the Time Bandit was helping Captain Keith Colburn of the Wizard fish the very edge of the U.S. fishing grounds. Prior to the alleged missile launch, 
launch. Uh, the Wizard had a run-in with a Russian fishing vessel that was trawling in U.S. waters and endangering the Wizard's fishing gear. The Time Bandit came to reinforce U.S. claim uh, to the fishing grounds and encouraged the Russian boat to stay in Russian waters. Well, soon after the trawler returned to Russian waters, the crew of the Time Bandit claimed that a rocket was launched from Russia's side of the border. You can hear uh, Hillstrand say, did Russia just shoot a missile, dude? And uh, a deckhand said, "A deckhand said it's coming right for us, Captain." Uh, some of the crew feared that the missile was aimed at them, while others just marveled at the projectile through so binoculars. Did this did this come from a land mass, or they don't was it know. launched from a submarine? They don't even know if it was a rocket or not. It was it was never verified as a missile or rocket. Was uh, it a crab? But it's something they saw. It may have been jet some powered. kind of a rogue crab uh, that had jet propulsion. <laughs> Maybe the Russians are working on jet-propelled crabs. Uh, but we're looking at, I don't know if this is what they saw, because that's clearly a missile what we're um, looking not at. Not only right that, here. it's broad daylight, and it's some of the most treacherous waters in the world, and it's glassy calm. Yeah. So um not really sure, but that's kind of weird for that. Uh, there, wait, there's the picture, Preston. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. It yeah. looks like that's looks like a that rocket. Yeah. Uh, don't expect Pete Davidson to feature heavily in season two of the Kardashians. A source told page six at the Saturday well, Night Live. I'm not going to watch. Saturday Night Live alum is barely in the show. Uh, the insider said he's in the background, but the reality world is not built for people like Pete. Uh, they added that uh, Davidson is a very private person and that Kardashian was always super respectful of that. It's wonderful. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, this is kind of interesting. <laughs> the Goop Queen. Will appear as a guest shark oh. on the 14th season of Shark Tank. Uh, Deadline reports that. That's Goop, by the way. What's on this chair? <laughs> uh, that's just Goop. Yeah. It's okay. You just wipe that's it off. That's Gwenny's chair. She goops all over the place. Gwenny. Oh, my God. It's like uh, a slug trail. <laughs> Deadline reports that she will be joined by DoorDash CEO and co-founder Tony Zhu as a guest shark alongside longstanding sharks Mark Cuban, Barbara Corcoran, uh, Lori Grenier, uh, Robert Hershevik, uh, Damon John, and Kevin O'Leary. So, let me understand them, because I will watch the show. I enjoy it uh, yeah. periodically. The one thing I don't enjoy are there the, the people doing the, the pitches. Hey, sharks. <laughs> I know. I got caught in the bathtub, and I felt like a sponge. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. And then all that stuff. But um, it seems to me, and I don't know if you guys have done any deeper dive on this. So part of the arrangement is they get first crack at these potential business opportunities. Mm -hmm. Do they, in in fact, conduct a business relationship (laughs) using their own funds Mm -hmm. to become partners with these people that are presented? Oh, yeah. And and a lot of... So I spoke to um, somebody who was on the show and she got picked and they made a deal and there's a lot of afterwards, obviously. I mean, it's money. So there's a lot that goes into it and there's a lot more negotiating and hers actually never followed. It it, it didn't come to fruition. It didn't happen. Yeah, so so I guess on the surface they make an agreement right right Right. there, but then there's real legal details that they need to follow up on and it could still fall apart. And they're no idiots. I mean, they're they're, they're, they're all very sharp. They're sharks. Yeah. And uh, so I wondered how that played out. And so I assume they have to get scaled to appear on the show because they're, you sure. know, yeah. I would think so. Yeah. And I remember seeing the one, uh, and, and I saw it when it aired, the guy with the uh, the ring doorbell doing, yes. doing the pitch, and yeah. they passed on it. Wait, yeah. that was on Shark Tank? Yeah. The ring? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes, it was. And they went out, that guy ended up partnering with Amazon and... Uh, it just went kaboom, kapow, pow, boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I do, kaboom, 
Steve, they'll, they'll do um, follow-ups, though. And, yeah. and some of the deals, you know, do go through on the back and end. And are successful. And but... are successful. And you'll see. And, and, and some of these sharks will go out to, you know, the different businesses and have a very active role. Sometimes they're just kind of, you know, financially supporting them. Hmm. Uh, but, yeah, they'll, they'll, I like the... Well, well think of it. it. You have this... The launch of the product has just been carried on national television on a very popular show. Um, and, and, and so these guys are no dummies and what they invest in. There's the one who's really associated with the QVC, the, the, the woman with the... Yeah, that's Lori. Yeah, okay, Lori. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I love her. I love, yeah. I love all of them. Yeah. <laughs> and the, Steve, so the girl that I know that, that was on the show, she also said even though the deal didn't happen... It it boosted the, their business. It made their business because wow. they were on the show. I get on the show. I think it was Ring Doorbell. Somebody they, we pulled up a picture that said Doorbot on it. I don't know if they changed their name or, huh. or maybe that was a different Doorbell uh, a security company. I'm not really sure. So. I don't know. I don't know, Steve. I don't know if I cringe more at the at the horrible skits that people put together or when it turns. South and the guy starts crying and yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> I was in the bathtub because I, I lost both my legs in a landmine accident. <laughs> what when they don't and get my the... Chihuahua has whooping cough. When they don't get the the support? No, no, when they well sometimes that's what they do. When the, when it looks like they're all going to pass, well, they do the hard time. Then they go, then they yeah. Tell, yeah. Sorry, but my dog just died. Oh, <laughs> they try like, to. I put my whole life into yes. this, and Drug you know, <laughs> I need this Every to succeed. All right, so here, yeah, it verified. It was originally called Doorbot, and then it eventually uh, turned into Ring. So there you go. Oh. It says Shark Tank's billion-dollar blunder. Wow. Uh, startup Ring went from TG rejection to Amazon acquisition. And so, they do have yeah. um, Shark Tank. You know how, like, when you go into, like, a Walmart or something like that, you, they have an as-seen-on-TV section? Oh, yeah, they a- sure. They now have, like, yeah. Shark Tank Is that right? sections. Yeah. How about that? Where, Casey? Uh, well, I saw one at the Hallmark store. Okay. Is that comfy? Do you know the comfy, the yeah. giant? Uh, that was a yeah. Shark Tank thing. It's like a blanket you can wear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I want a bed you can wear. Uh, one last thing. One last uh, uh, tidbit for uh, entertainment. Then we got to move along uh, and do the clips. Uh, footage from Tim Burton's Wednesday series for Netflix dropped yesterday. Uh, I only saw the pictures. I haven't seen the trailer yet. I just saw the pictures as well. I'm very interested in seeing the tone. Uh, the trailer featuring Jana Ortega in the title role shows the oldest Adams child torturing the Nancy Reagan High swim team. By dropping piranhas in the pool oh and transferring to the Nevermore Academy. Uh, so I, maybe we'll get to watch that in the commercial break because I do want to see that. All right. We are now ready for Clips Gang. Uh, the Undeclared War acts as a chilling prophecy of how social unrest is sown. And in this clip, Simon Pegg provides a synopsis to this new thriller. The show is about uh, a cyber attack which is launched against the UK. Uh, A young um, sort of intern, she spots something in this malware, this this virus that uh, is set to go off at a different time, which is even worse than the, the initial attack. And then suddenly realizing that there's more to this virus than meets the eye. She sort of gets deeper and deeper and there's stuff going on in there. It's very scary and totally and utterly based on fact. Season one of The Undeclared War premieres on Peacock tonight, by the way. Simon Pegg is great in the Mission Impossible movies. Yeah. So he's like, you know, the tech guy Mm -hmm. and uh, he's great. Uh, Next clip. Here we go. Aubrey Plaza and Alison Brie share a kiss in their new romantic comedy, Spin Me Round. And here, Brie explains how she accidentally clickbaited her fans with this trivial moment in the film. I have to say that I I took a little break from doing press for a minute, and I forgot about clickbait as a thing and just was like, 
Yeah, makeout scene, it was great. It was my favorite night on set. Like, you say these things. Shut the f*** up! <laughs> Spin Me Round will be released in theaters tomorrow, by the way. And there you go. That's the entertainment report for today. All right, let us take a break. Come back in a moment or two and hang out together on what's shaping up to be a beautiful Thursday. We'll be back in just a moment. Netflix plus Hulu plus HBO Max plus the sequels. Holy sh**. But WMMR's live stream, no subscriptions, and no, because, you know, it's free. Free, free. Free, free, free. 90 free, free WMMR. So I saw this article, which was kind of interesting. Um, and it's, uh, essentially it's about, uh, naming a baby, a new child that you have coming into the world and trying to decide, uh, what you want to give as a name. That's a, um, that's a pretty... Yeah. Daunting thing. It is. It? It's, it's, I mean, uh, we name cats, but that's a little easier. Yeah, when you, uh, you, you've got to weigh the potential nicknames and things like that. Yeah. Right. And, and, and also, um, just in general, like they, they've also learned that certain types of names with certain levels of difficulty will make a teacher less likely to call oh, on a yeah. kid with a oh, difficult. Really? All those things. These are they're they're nuanced. Obviously, it doesn't necessarily mean. Mm-hmm. But you look, you want to hedge your bets. I assume as as parents, yeah. right? An association too, because if you know somebody with that name, right. You know, it's like oh, this I don't is really Hitler like Manson, my son. Yeah. Manson. <laughs> Uh, so many parents find it helpful to write a list. Others prefer to make a last-minute decision upon arrival. But uh, some parents looking at a more unique choice have had to result, resort to Googling the name and uh, check its meaning and origin or even if it's socially acceptable. So uh, I have a uh, uh, a list of can I name my baby Google searches of uh, names. So, okay. Um, yeah, there's there can be, and, and reading this article, it says uh, the baby's name can be a contentious subject, sparking division among families. And studies have even shown that between 11 and 30% of parents regret the name they chose. <laughs> so this is interesting because if you remember a while ago, uh, and I think it's now the law, or at least in Sweden, they can actually, the yeah. courts can intercede and, and stop you no. from naming a child yeah. a certain name. And I think Australia too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I knew someone who changed their baby's name after. Uh, I think the baby was either two or three. Really? And they ch- yeah because it was it was something like um, I think it was Brian and Ryan. Like it was something like stupid like that. And they were yeah. like, "This is ridiculous." And then finally changes the kid's name to like Cole. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I hadn't th- thought about is is it says in this article that that. Uh, Naming a child, giving a child a certain name can cause division among families. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. You know, it's my kid, I can name my kid what I want to name. But for some reason, some people will take issue with that. And I, and I, maybe it's sometimes having to do with, you know, handing down family names and things like that, which mm-hmm. I, I didn't do it. Take it up to the royal case. family. Uh, the, the, there's always a big decision. Oh, yeah, you're right. The, the uh, Archie, uh, yeah. right? That yeah. Beloved, Archwell. right. So family members, now that's obviously at a hyper level, mm-hmm. but there are, I, I thought you were going to honor Uncle Eddie. Where right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, right. Just so. not liking the name. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, the, like yeah. the parents or whatever, not liking your kid's name. And, you know, most people, or you would hope, would be like, well, tough. It's my kid. But I know a few people who did didn't name their didn't use their first choice because their in laws didn't like the name. Yeah, right. and that's why you shouldn't tell anybody what you're thinking. Yeah, yeah. That, you know, you're right. You don't you don't get a choice. It's not your child. But also uh, stealing a name. Oh, you named your kid John. 
You know I wanted I to name my... I was going to use Swamp. You knew... You, I told yeah. you that I was going to name my first boy John, I, and you uh, did ha, that. Ha, ha, ha. That's I've heard that we, more uh-huh. than on occasion. We had uh, some people that lived that were neighbors of ours. They no longer live in our neighborhood, but they... Uh, we were both pregnant at the same time, uh, or, or maybe we had already had Caroline. Anyhow, yeah. they came to us and essentially said, hey, is it okay if we name our child Caroline, too? And I'm like... You can do whatever you want, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. No. It was kind of it, it was strange, yeah. but I appreciated yeah. it. Um, I didn't. I'm like, you didn't have to do that, but I guess they may have seen that down the road as as what Casey was saying. Man, dude, and who you are you? Well, I'm Preston, and this is my wife Rochelle. What? Yeah, yeah. that's our name. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. I did that. Uh, I called my buddy Reggie. Uh, I was like, yeah, I want to name my dog Reggie. Are you okay with that? And he was like, what kind of dog is it? <laughs> no, Your buddy's just... name is Reggie. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think okay. a pet yeah. name is fine, but it is. some people do take that yeah. really seriously. Yeah. I wonder if anybody who's had uh, contention in the family because of name, let us know. 215-263-WMMR. So baby naming experts at Bella Baby have shared their advice for parents thinking about more unusual names. Uh, they said, naming experts. Uh, find out if the name has any religious connotations and whether it is legal to use in the country that you are in, as there are some countries around the world that have laws against yeah. using specific names, like you were saying, Steve. Uh, consider your child having to use that name in their 30s, 40s, and 50s. Some names may seem like a cute choice. When you have a young child or even in their teenage years, however, that name is with them for life and needs to work uh, with any age. Uh, you also need to ask, is it a passing phase? Well, it is sometimes a great idea to take inspiration for baby names uh, from characters that you love in TV shows or movies. It's important to think about whether you love the name standalone and if you can see yourself loving it forever and not just a short while. So, do you want to hear some of these? Yes, yeah. I want to see what was searched, searched to see if it was viable or not. Can I name my baby? And these are in alphabetical order. And yeah. I'm going to skip around a little bit. But uh, Amen as one of them. Huh. And these are, remember, these are unusual names. Well, that's like Saint or any anything. Psalm. Re- yeah. Psalm. Yep, exactly. Uh, audio is another one. That's interesting. <laughs> Uh, somebody wanted to know if they wanted to name their baby Baby. Aww. <laughs> now, some baby people are called Baby as yes. a, uh, well, like, like nobody puts little, Baby in yeah. the corner. Yeah. Nickname. As a nickname. Nobody puts audio in a corner. But <laughs> as an actual name. Here you go, Steve. Batman. Batman. Okay. <laughs> so you can literally say, I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Hi, I'm Batman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can say that. Yeah. Um, man, that would have been kind of cool. Right? Uh-huh. Uh, this is my yeah. my daughter Caroline is my son Batman. Yeah, um, unless you look like Wallace Shawn, you know. <laughs> yeah. My name is Batman. But you never know. You yeah. never know what you're going to get. <laughs> uh, someone also searched, and it might have been several people. I don't know. Doctor as a first name. That's kind of cool too. <laughs> it's like in Doctor yeah. Strange. Yeah, <laughs> Doctor Elliot. He, he thinks his name is Doctor. <laughs> It's strange. Yes, I know it is. No, it's Dr. Strange. Dr. Stephen Strange. Uh, Disney. I wonder if s- several people have tried uh, and or, or succeeded in naming their child Disney. Well, what do you mean? But why can't they? Well, because... No, they can't. They can't. Uh, this is just a question of... Can I, I think, means should I, you know, name uh, my child Disney? And as I say, in the frame, also, there might be a name or a word that has a copyright issue. Now... Is Disney as a name 
Yeah, that's a good question. Could you use it because it's also a corporation? Yeah. Could you well, name your kid name. IBM? Yeah. It Legally. was a name first. It was right. a name before it was a, uh, In other a words, corporation. Did, True. did they go to, right, but did they, can some people will go to great lengths to make uh to legally prohibit other people from using you know like when they when they um they'll copyright you know are you ready to rumble or trademark that right uh you know there's a legal way to lock up things all right here's another one or two uh dior ah so if you you could get into the the whole fashion world my original name was dracar dracar (laughs) (laughs) dracar morrison I actually don't um, mind that as Dior. Dior? Like, that's the first that I would say, okay, I could see a child okay. being named that. Not Amen or... Or Dracar. Or Audio. Uh, people also <laughs> checked if they could name their child Eleven. Oh, from uh, Stranger Things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Elvis. There are several people named yeah. Elvis. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Elvis Costello. And there was a singer. It's not his real name. There, uh, Elvis Presley, <laughs> Elvis Costello. What other Elvises are there? There are a few um, other Elvises. Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran, yeah. Um... um yeah, it's a friend of ours. Yes. Yeah. Um, is there an Elvis Doomerville? There is an Elvis Doomerville. Elvis Doomerville. Elvis Doomerville. Doomerville. I don't know. Uh, That's right, man. My name is Elvis Doomerville. Elvis Perkins. No. Not from here. I don't know. Well, maybe there are. I want to say there's a couple other Elvises, but I can't think of them. Uh, Euphoria is another word. About on the okay, okay, yeah, TV That's show. Uh, that could be kind of nice, or just in general, euphoric. What nature. if you had a Game of Thrones Elliot Preston? Ooh, Game, you... <laughs> Game of Thrones. <laughs> uh, some uh, people also check see if they can name their child God. I, okay, so it's funny you should say that because that's the first thing I thought of when we started talking about this uh, this topic. Because people do name their kids Jesus or or right, Jesus. Jesus. Why do people? Why 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 do you see more Jesus than straight up Jesus? You don't see Jesus. In English. Yeah, you don't. Uh, I, I mean, it's I've a, never it's, met a Jesus. It's the exact same sentiment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? It's yeah. the same thing. Yeah. It, I, it just, it, I guess it's more acceptable when it's Jesus. And and would and if you did indeed have the name Jesus, yeah. do you think some people would take offense to that? I'll bet they would. I think yeah. you'd be getting your hands checked a lot. <laughs> All right, I don't believe you. Let me see your hands. Let me see. Let me see. <laughs> would, they, would they clear up? Um, hang on, I'm going to go to some calls. I'm going to go to uh, Ryan. Hey, Ryan, good morning. Hola. Hola. What's up, buddy? So, um, my ex-girlfriend named her kid the name that we were going to come up with. Mm. And her current husband, uh, as far as I know, does not know that's where that name came from. All right, so how long were you guys together? Uh, four years. All right. So yeah, you talked about having kids and so on and, and, and yeah. wanted to do this name thing. Now, how did you find out about it? If you guys were broken up, do you kind of run in the same circles a little bit? Uh, no, Facebook, like how I, right, social okay. media. Yeah. All right. Now, does it bother you? It doesn't bother me, but this guy, if he knew, like, Oh, you think a freak? The, I was the ex. He would not. Oh, okay. With her. Okay. Like, I see- yeah, I see in this case, though, Ryan, both you and your your ex kind of came up with the name. So uh, she's got it. But well, I can see what you say about her current man not being thrilled with this. Well, the name is a superhero name, like, and it's the first and middle name. So it's very, like, as what? these movies start coming out, they're eventually going to put it. What's in the, the name? We well, need to know. Yeah, we need to know that. Like, wait a minute. Didn't your ex be a big comic book fan? Like he's going to put it together, but what is it? What oh, is the wow. name? If you can tell us, yeah, we need to know, Ryan. Uh, uh, oh. No one's listening. Uh, She's not listening. Don't worry. Just whisper it. 
<laughs> no, he doesn't want to. What's the first name? Then we'll then we'll figure out the rest, probably. Uh, it's a DC character they haven't made a movie about yet, but it's coming up. Uh, oh, come on. Uh, okay, oh, so... so... May, maybe maybe they already made this movie, and it's going to do good with a certain guy. Green Lantern. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, what okay. Green, uh, it was... Um, Harry Hamlin. What the hell is it guys? Hal. Hal. Yes, Hal. Um, Hal Holbrook. Hmm. Yeah. There's like ten. There's ten Green Lanterns. There's a whole bunch of different right. Lanterns. Yeah, in fact, they just made right. a an, an older Green Lantern gay was one of the uh, um, DC things. So Ryan, this was <clears throat> this wasn't actually Green Lantern. So she's going to figure it out. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, but this was your name that you. I mean, obviously not your. Somebody else came up with the name, but you were the one who brought this name to the table. Yeah, like it was known that this was going to be the name. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, now I can see that, that causing a little bit of uh, well, uh, better that it's on him than you. Yeah. All right. Thanks, yeah. Ryan. Hey, I don't care. Good luck, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, man. Green Lantern's life, man. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, we need to know the same. I don't. Uh, Nick. Nick would be looking this stuff yeah. up. Somebody else is going to have to do it. Uh, who is not me because I can't do this right now. <laughs> so someone else, one of you guys, All right. if All you right. wouldn't mind, I'll Casey yeah, or Al Jordan. Or Kathy Al, looked that up. Ooh, is it Hal Jordan? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Was the uh, that's the green because he's right. There are a number of lanterns, yeah. and in the Ryan Reynolds movie, he was Hal Jordan. Okay. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go to Patrick. Hey, Patrick. Good morning. Hey, Gadzooks. Gadzooks, what's up, man? Hey. So uh, my daughter's uh, she's she's going to be turning seven in February. Her name is Cinta Jane. Cinta Jane. How do you spell that? Yeah. Uh, S I N T A. Okay. And um, when her mother and I were uh, naming her, it was her mother's idea to name her that. And I, I googled it. It's Latin for loving, passionate. I thought it was great. I right. It's a great name. It's beautiful. And uh, every time I say her name, uh, I, I live in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Everybody's like, "Oh, her name's Santa." <laughs> Santa. So even kids at her school will call her Santa. Yeah. So how do you, how do you feel about that now, Patrick? Um, I mean, she, she takes it well, you know. She's seven years old. She just, she, she just kind of puts it off like, "Oh, my name's not Santa." She kind of acts like it's a joke. Patrick, what did you say? Her, what did you say her middle name was? Uh, Jane. So you could do CJ. Yeah, uh, yeah. SJ. Her, her name. SJ. Uh, SJ. I'm sorry. Yeah. SJ. Yeah, and that works too. Yeah. I, yeah, I call her SJ all the time, just so I don't have to be like, "Hey, her name's Cinta." Hey, Santa Claus. <laughs> It might be one of those things. It may be one of those things, Patrick, because when I was young, I did not like my name. It was too original for right. me. And it was uh, uh, people kind of did a double take when I said right. Preston. And uh, yeah. uh, thanks for your call, by the way, Patrick. Uh, um, Santa's got to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but as I got older, I appreciated it. But as yeah. I was younger, I wanted to be Dave, John, Steve, Joe, whatever, something normal. Jebediah. Straight ahead, Frank, you know. <laughs> uh, but Preston was, it was kind of a pain because I always had to. I had to repeat it, or yeah. I, and I would say press at first, and they would think I was saying Chris because you don't hear somebody named yeah. Press. Uh, but nonetheless, I, I grew into it, and I like it a lot now. Uh, hang on a second. Where's that caller, Casey? Uh, six. Emily six yeah. uh, hi, Emily. You're on the air. Good morning. Gadzooks, guys. Gadzooks. What's up, Emily? Uh, so um, first I want to say hi, Patrick. I actually know Patrick from high school. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> nice. What are the odds? Um. But, uh, so my son's name is, uh, Hagen Caius. Higgins? Yeah, H-A-G-E-N. Hagen. Um, Hagen. Okay. Yeah, Hagen. That's um, a cool name. 
Yeah, it, it means highest son, strongest warrior. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, it caused a huge thing between my family because they, it, my mom is Jewish, so she wanted, um, in the Jewish religion, you name the first letter um, of the name after somebody who had passed. Okay. And I, I told her that I would do the C, and she thought, you know, I would name it more kind of neutral, but I chose Caius, um, and she refused, to, and my dad refused to call him Hagen. They called him Hogan. They called him <laughs> Logan. They they would just, like, uh, Come on. my that's dad really called funny. him Hagen at one point. I'm like, wow, that's, that's interesting, too. Okay. So they were they were doing this in protest of the name you selected, and then, and how has, is this still going on now, or did they finally acquiesce? So my mom my mom will call him Hagen. My dad still calls him Hogan. Oh my god! I want to slap his dad in the nuts. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, slap he would like to slap nuts. this guy's her, her yeah. dad in the nuts. Um, um, wow, that's kind of silly. Yeah, especially don't make the kid the victim. Yeah, yeah. Just, right. just just write you out of the will. Exactly. And they also had a problem with the the spelling too. They everybody kept saying it was Hagen, like Hagen Dog. That's a cool name too. That is cool. I, well, I like that. For a brief period, I was Ben and Jerry's. Thanks, yeah. Emily. I know a lot of people like to do the tradition of of carrying names on in the family, and that's where you get into these issues. We did not. Uh, no, I, I, I mean we did a little with with Caroline, but I I wanted to start anew. I don't see anything wrong with that. I see giving a, a fresh identity to a brand new human being kind of a cool thing, and and we did that. And fortunately, I didn't face any backlash no. or anything. It was never. It was never expected of me, or right. it was never impressed upon me that I had to do that. I mean, I grew up with an original name, and I kind of liked that, you know? So, uh, my uh, father's name is Gene, and my older brother is named Gene. And so, you know, Gene Jr. and all this, and, and all uh, this kind of thing. <laughs> uh, you know, to me, that's, you know, in the early years, it's got to be difficult when you're, are you talking about you, or you talk about your kid, or, you know... Uh, it becomes a little confusing. So I agree with unique names, starting new trends, and but families get very rigid. And in this case, it was a religious obligation or um, a perceived religious obligation. Hang on. Or you want me to go to line one case? Yeah, All right, let not? me go to Paul. Hey, Paul, good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey, what's up, bud? Hey, uh, not much. I uh, just want to give uh, my kid's name. Uh, it's uh, First name's Brixton, and the second uh, middle name is Cavanaugh. Uh, and uh, Brixton's actually after the clash, uh, Guns of Brixton. Oh. And then uh, the middle name, Kavanaugh, we actually swiped from uh, your show. Casey Boy, I believe, is his kid's name I heard was Kavanaugh. Casey's uh, middle name is Kavanaugh. Yeah. So, oh, oh so, the, yeah. and that, well, that's, so it's Brixton Kavanaugh. Yeah, Brixton Kavanaugh Bond. The, oh, oh my god! That's very yeah. cool, Brixton Kavanaugh Bond. That is very, very uh, regal sounding, isn't it? That's right. Yeah. And what do you do for a living? I run a gurning tournament. <laughs> <laughs> Thank wow. you, Paul. Well, that's very cool, man. Yeah. Appreciate that. He's carrying on your name. There Casey. you go. How there are that? a few Prestons out nice. there that have people have, yeah. have yeah. copied uh, the show. Over the years, listeners of the show. Yeah. Kavanaugh's a cool name, dude. It is, and and that's a family name. It's you know my grandmother's maiden name, and and so we do that with the middle names. Okay, first names have been, uh, you know, I, I think just like you said, you know, do whatever you want. You know? I like I like my 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 full name is Stephen Michael. I 
know. Morrison. Yeah. So and that, that I never had a problem with that. Yeah. Though I did I, because of the spelling, I would get Stephanie in uh, right. elementary school. <laughs> uh, by the way, let me let me rattle through a few more of these, and maybe we can get some more calls. But these are these are names that people have Googled to see if they can name their child. That Google is one of the names. Google is one of the names. Uh, Hades, Heaven, uh, Lucifer. Heaven is a name, though. Yeah, there's a bunch of girls. Heaven can are there? Yeah, yeah Heaven. I've never met a girl named Yeah. Heather. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Not uh, usually standing in front of a stripper pole? Or? No. no. Well, I mean, that is a stripper name. And on the stage, Heaven Diablo. Yeah. Heaven Diablo? Uh, Heaven Diablo? Yeah. Heaven can wait. I like that, actually. Heaven can wait. Heaven can wait. Heaven can wait till the day. It's good. Good uh, stuff. Khaleesi is one of them. Ah, from uh, Game, Game of Thrones, Thrones right? Yeah. Uh, love. Love. Uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt goes by Love. She does, and, yeah. Uh, her friends call her Love. There's a character's name in uh, the show You. Her name is Love. Her name is Love? Okay. Is that you, Y-O-U or yeah. E-W-E? No, <laughs> Y-O-U. My aunt and uncle had a dog named Love. and oh. it, But you know what? It was a, more of a tennis thing than anything else. The dog played tennis? Oh. Yeah, the dog was a big... It was unbeatable, this thing. <laughs> uh, that makes sense. Yeah. The scoring in tennis, yeah. Uh, then you have Loki... Is one yeah, that searched. I can see that. Majesty. <laughs> Who is named uh, pr- a Prince? Wait, there's a Jer Majesty. There's Wait. a Jer Majesty. Wait, Jermaine Jermichael? G- Jermichael? Jermaine, Jermaine yeah. Jackson. Yeah, Jer- oh, Everyone was Jer. Then uh, his one kid was Asic, Jurassic. Yeah. Jurassic. And then Jerbol. <laughs> uh, and Jermama. Some uh, people have also Googled the word monkey. To see if you... Oh, come yeah. on. No, no, you don't want to name yourself. Yeah. Monkey. Yeah. Boy on the way. Is monkey suitable? Mm. <laughs> monkey. You're a little monkey, are you? Uh, I like the idea of this one. Uh, Nirvana. Yeah. As a name. That's kind of uh, unique. Yeah, kind of grunge. If, uh, if Soundgarden. If a girl, I guess Vana could be like a shortened version right. of that. Yeah. And if it's a guy, I guess Nur. <laughs> hey, Nur. What's up, Nur? Nur! What's up, Nur? Later, Nur. <laughs> Nur. Uh, other ones are Princess, Pharaoh. Pharaoh. Uh, Persephone. That's tough for people to say, Persephone. It well, and it, the way it's spelled, it yeah. looks like uh, Persephone. Yeah. Because uh, it's, it's spelled P-E-R-S-E-P-H-O-N-E. Some of those it's classic Persephone. ancient Greek names would be cool. Uh, you don't see a lot of Plato's or Aristotle's walking around. Uh, people had also searched to see if Shrek might be an appropriate <laughs> oh, come name. On. I call myself Shrek, but well, I don't. Yeah, Shrek is Yiddish. It is a. Um, it's not just a made up word. And, and what oh, does it mean? It, uh, like monster. Okay. Yeah. Oh, does it's like, it? It's like uh, was it Miskite? Is a. Uh... I remember in a uh, there was a movie called Indian Summer, and uh, it was about a, a, a Jewish um, uh, summer camp, and. Um, uh, uh, Pollock, Kevin Pollock yes. played this character, and he called himself the Shrek King. Okay, and he was uh, he would play pranks on people, and so Shrekking was considered a oh, what they okay. would call pranking. And I don't then know what's if that Felching? Is a Felching is a whole other thing. Yeah. But how about that for a name? What a camp! We know someone whose last name is Felcher. Yes, yes, we do. Charlotte Felcher. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if she knows what Felcher is. No, stop it. What? I mean, just stop. No, she, I'm sure she does nice things for us. She, she yeah. does wonderfully. Wonderful I love her to death. It doesn't mean that she does, that she knows that. that yeah, what doesn't felching mean. means at some point or t- another. <laughs> it's, it's like uh, our friend Dizzy Gillespie. Yeah, <laughs> uh, who is a real person. Yeah, yep. uh, seven is another name people have researched. Sir, as in just S I R, sir. Hmm. Uh, Thor. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a good one. And I'm sure that's been. 
throughout, throughout the years. Yes. Thor and Thora. Well, and then Zeus. Okay. Another lightning strike for you right there because that's, uh, uh, you know, lightning bolts, obviously. Uh, I feel like Thor, Zeus, those are more like dog names. Like, you know. I, yeah. I, I've, I've known a couple of Thors. Yeah, yeah if you have yeah. a Great Dane, that's what you name your Great Dane. Right. You know? Uh, Zodiac. It's kind of mm. interesting as a name for someone. I like the idea of having a Z as your uh, yes. Uh, you're, first you're always name. at the end of the line. Uh, then you have zero. No, no, yeah. no. My son's. This is my son zero. And then last but not least is Zelda. Zelda's yeah. a wonderful name. Well, Robin, Robin Williams, Williams named his daughter Zelda because he was a f- massive fan of the Zelda games. Yep. Uh, let me go to some other calls here real quick, and we got a ton of them up here. I'm not going to be able to get to everybody. Uh, let's go to Rick. Hi, Rick. Good morning. You guys rock? Yeah, Hello. thank you, Rick. Uh, what's up, buddy? As far as the names go. All right. So my dad named me after him. I'm the third of four boys in line, so he waited about seven years between the first um, boy and me. Um, name's Richard Horan the third. He didn't want to name the first two after him because he didn't want to screw up the mail. All right. So... Uh, it became a problem only with uh, only once with taxes. Um, my huh. ex girlfriend at the time helped me sell my taxes and actually saved my return over his return, and it became a whole deal. Oh yeah! Uh, if you've got if you've yeah. got an exact same name, and and if it's not clearly indicated that you're you know junior or the second or third or whatever it is, you can get into some legal loopholes and, and so or, that, that, or, or the legal loops, I should say. That's what happened with you, Rick. Uh, yeah, uh, not necessarily legal loopholes. He ended up uh, figuring it out, but he was pissed. Oh, he was pissed. Um, yeah, he was definitely pissed off. Um, I ended up moving out a, a month later, not because of that, but um, it, it was nice to uh, get a little space for a little bit. <laughs> I would imagine. Yeah, when I was, um, for a while, every time I'd show Thanks. up at jury duty, my I'd be listed as Steve uh, Morrison Sr., and I'm like, well, there is no junior. Uh, you know, and I wondered if that down the road, it never did, but I'm like, I'm not sure about this. Uh, let's see. <laughs> we will go next to Jacqueline. Hey, Jacqueline, good morning. Yeah. Here it comes. Yeah. What's up, Jacqueline? <laughs> Steve, quick side note. I'm, I'm actually a stonemason apprentice. Yes. And when my foreman's up on the roof and I'm doing groundwork, that's how I find him. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. It's excellent. So, so you know. Oh, cool, Jacqueline. Going around town. I love it. Uh, yeah, my name's Jacqueline, but um, my mom and dad wanted to name me Noel. Uh, but Nana, Nana doesn't tell you <laughs> that you shouldn't do that because I don't want you to do that. She tells you you don't want to do that. So. Oh. <laughs> No, no, you don't want to name her that. There's a song, and she won't have any identity. And I was like, you know, when I found that out, I was like, wait a minute. I would have had my own song in the holidays. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> totally. Like, yeah. What, what the heck, man? Um, and I, I mean, I, I dig I love my name, you know. Thanks, Mom, you know. But yeah. It would have been cool. You it's know? it's and, funny. And it, was, and it was mainly that, though, Jacqueline, the, the Noel, Noel is yeah. the reason. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I'm really not. I mean, she's a she's a strong lady. Love her to death. Made me the woman I am. But uh, she, she put her foot down. I wow. I don't know what the problem She brings was. up a good uh, <laughs> point, how sometimes Thanks, it's never, you, you know, I don't want you. You shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. You shouldn't do that. Yeah. I used to know twins. Their names were uh, Noel and Holly. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. So yeah, they went with the uh, the holiday theme for that, which yeah. was cool. Uh, Do you don't remember what the uh, the drummer named his twin daughters? 
and a one and a two. Mm-hmm. Yep, it was those. Yeah. Let me go to Amy. Hi, Amy. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. What's up, Amy? Well, so we have a grandson, our first grandson, and he's 16 months old now. But our daughter and her fiance named him Wolfgar Magnus. Now, not not Wolfgang, Wolfgar with the umlauts. Yeah. With the umlauts, okay. All right. Yeah, so it took so for a long time I called him Wolfie. Um, our, my mother in law, when he was born, said, "Okay, what's his real name?" She thought that was <laughs> Wolfgart. Wow. Mag- so Magnus so for Magnuson. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 but I don't know where the Wolfgar comes from. Can you call him Wolfgar? They do, and I, I think it must have been the gar part that I had to get used to because I would <laughs> right. call him Wolfie. But like I, I for a little while told people that um, it was a family name. Yeah. Although it's not, they're Ukrainian, <laughs> and I think this is like a Viking name. I just had to get used to it, but now, of course, he's an amazing little wolf. Oh, no, that's, um, cool. yeah. that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it's a unique name. Get used to it. Wolfgar. Yeah. I like that. Wolfgar. All right. Thank yep. you. Appreciate it. Wolfgar Magnus. This is my accountant. Wolfgar <laughs> Magnus. All right. One more quick call. Then we got to take a break. I'm going to go to Scott. Hey, Scott. Good morning. Hey, how are you, Preston? This is your buddy from uh, North Wildwood, uh, Wawa, the fuel truck driver. Oh, oh hey. hey, dude. I remember meeting you. Yeah. How you doing? Good. Let me just give you guys something real quick because you guys don't do this on the radio no more. Ready? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we should. Thank you, the Scott. Honk is awesome. We haven't done that in a while. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's do that again. Do it again. We need to start waking up people early. Again. Oh my god! All right, what's up, Scott? All right, my wife uh, named her son Anthony, and uh, her father would not talk to her for over five years because she refused to name him after somebody who passed away, which is what you're supposed to do, like the other girl said, and Joe's religion. But refused to talk to her for over five years. Oh come it on! Ridiculous. That's ridiculous. That is. It is ridiculous. So, so I, I is it is that something that's more if you're orthodox or is it just kind of the norm regardless if you're just? It's more of a respect thing. Okay, I, I'd so, hate to be. You, I, but are you Jewish? Me? No. She married. A, <laughs> she married a German. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. But, yeah. Uh, Yes, it's more respecting. That's all that falls under. No, I've, I've heard that respecting transcend even you know religion and 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 just some families take it as a sign of respect. I think it's kind of unfair to anchor someone with their their kid that they want to name the way they want to name them to someone who's passed away. And I think it's nice to do that if you want to do that and you got along with that family member right. or respected, but you shouldn't be obligated mm-hmm. to. Hey, uh, Scott, real quick, do you uh, do you drink alcohol, buddy? No, I don't. Oh, you don't? Oh, I was, I was no, gonna no, no. For, for blowing the horn. I was gonna give you a case of Bud Light Seltzer. Oh, oh that was nice. But here, I'll give you guys something one more time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now you've got two cases. <laughs> right, thank you, Scott. <laughs> Have a good one, bud. I'm on 76 in traffic right now. People are looking at me. <laughs> Appreciate that. All right, thank you, Scott. Okay. Take care, man. We'll see you. All right, one one last call because John's been on hold for 20 minutes, and then we got to take a break. Hi, John. You are on the air, sir. Yeah, Zeus. Yeah, Zeus. What's up, bud? Uh, crazy story. So I had me and this girl, we met in recovery. We had a child. We named him Ryder John. Okay. Um, I, I had a bad time kicking the habit, so I went away for a few years, came back in. Uh, I made the mistake of kind of being persuaded in to sign over my rights and got back to where I live right now and uh, met another girl we had. We got married. Well, the son that we have now is 
John Ryder. My <sighs> first son with the other woman is Ryder John. Okay. Oh, my God. Since my son, since my first son's mother found out about that, she has refused to talk to me, my wife, or any of my other family. Wow. Just simply upon the name issue. And the only reason she found out is because my wife, that's actually listening right now down in North Carolina, posted a picture of a cake that my sister made for her and actually had the name on the cake. Wow. I mean, that is, a, that is a little strange. You think that's strange? You that you named your second like, son the same thing as your first son? You just swapped the names? Like, you could have done a yeah, different just, middle name. Yeah, but still, what? Why not Wolfgar? Okay. <laughs> yeah. But, but it's also not that big of a deal. You know what I mean? If you, yeah. Right. Because it's not her son. It's yeah, her son. No, you're yeah right. but it's his. You should have named him Jider Ron. Yeah. Jider Ron. <laughs> <laughs> How about it? But I mean, to, t- to take it to the point of I'm never talking to you again for what you've done is a bit harsh. I think. Right. Well, and that's what I agree. Before that, she was always talking to my family. They had visits, all this stuff, emails. But since that, she basically shunned my whole family away. Wow. We have not had, and I live an hour away from him. How right? about wow. Anakin Bartakamus? <laughs> 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 all right, thanks for sharing, John. We appreciate it. All right, well, the, the name thing can be... Yeah. Some people can take offense to it. Well, yeah. But people uh, get passionate. Yeah, they do. All right. We do need to take a break and uh, come back in a moment because we got uh, guests are going to be joining us. We got bizarre file stories. We got stuff to give away. Uh, also, a little bit later on this morning, Victor Fiorella is going to be joining yeah. us from Philly Mag because the worst of Philly is out. The best of is out, too. We'll probably talk to him about both of those. Uh, but we'll come back in a moment. Thank you for your calls. We do appreciate it. We'll be back in a sec. The new and improved MMR app is out. It's faster, better organized, yet fully customizable to your liking. Start poking around now. Fans of the Weekend Planner, select the Pierre Robert Show page. Hear a song during the workforce blocks you like but can't name? Select recently played songs to show on your app feed. Want the MM Archives podcast on your radar? Just customize so it shows where you want it. Look for Marissa's App Hack videos to get the ultimate user experience. So update your app now and then customize it to make the new MMR app your app. Now, <laughs> WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Files. Brought to you this morning by Dry Tech Waterproofing Solutions. Protect your home from water damage, cracks in your foundation, and mold. With Dry Tech Waterproofing Solutions. Preston and Steve listeners, you get 15% off when you mention our show. So go to drytechcorp.com. This is a follow-up story to start with. A pilot who fell to his death from a plane that he was flying in the skies over North Carolina last month said that he, quote, needed air before he jumped out of the aircraft without a parachute. This story just keeps getting stranger and stranger. But they said that he still turned and said, I'm sorry, before he... So, yeah, it's strange. The body of Charles Hugh Crooks uh, was later found in the backyard. According to a preliminary report from the National Transportation <laughs> Safety Board, Crooks, who was second in command of the twin-engine airplane, became visibly upset after the plane, which was being used to ferry skydivers, dropped and damaged its landing gear during a botched landing, forcing the pilots to abort and pull up once again. About 20 minutes after the emergency, Crooks stopped communicating with air traffic control at Raleigh-Durham International Airport and opened a side window in the cockpit 
as he may have gotten sick, the unnamed commanding pilot told a vet. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Investigators. Crooks then apologized to the other pilot, removed his headset before jumping out of the plane, went out the ramp door. I'm sorry I threw up. I'm going to jump out of the plane. Wow. So I'm wondering, you know, <sighs> if this was his plan all along. Right. And uh, that's just, that's wild. They're going to, and we will never know. We will never fully know. They're, they're going to look more into it and see if there was anything. When, when there are, like, uh, plane crashes and things like yeah. that, they do very, very detailed uh, investigations, and they find out what was going on in people's personal lives. So Have any birds we'll come forward? No birds okay. at this point. Uh, Sandusky, Ohio, police arrested two people Sunday after visitors at Cedar Point who were riding the giant wheel reported to police. Uh, they got more than they paid for. It was a front-row view of the couple having sex. Nice. According to a Sandusky police report, the man and woman, both 32 years old, were spotted in the act by four riders in another car, uh, the two of whom were minors. Oh, Oh my God. When police confronted the man and woman about the incident, the woman told police she had dropped a pack of cigarettes while on the ride, bent over to them, and and the man helped her, initially denying the allegation. Here, I'll get that for you. Allegation. Uh, There's an opening. The witnesses told police... That they saw the couple's genitals and the cart shaking and said the two even knew they were being watched and laughed about it, but continued having intercourse. We're just trying to get her cigarettes through intercourse. The couple later admitted that they had sex on the ride and they were charged with public indecency, which is a first degree misdemeanor. But you know what? Retrieving those cigarettes makes sense because a lot of people like to light up after intercourse. Right. So they were ready to go. Uh, a UK court has sentenced Queen Elizabeth II's stunt double to 18 months in prison oh, after man. he threw his girlfriend down a staircase and shattered her shoulder. Gary Connery was convicted of grievous bodily harm without incident at Oxford Crown Court. In addition to a prison sentence uh, for the attack, the judge also imposed a restraining order. Uh, judge Nigel Daly said it is abundantly clear that you have shown absolutely no remorse for what happened and accept no fault on your behalf. Now, it was at the opening ceremony for the London 2012 Olympics that Connery stood in for the British monarch in a skit in which the Queen met James Bond, played by Daniel Craig, So oh, before they both man. appeared to get in the helicopter, fly to the Olympic Stadium, and remember, jumped yes, out. Yeah, it was very funny. And he did a skydive and, yeah. and rode a parachute into the stadium, and that this is the guy. Oh, man. Yeah, I know. That was such a fun thing, and now he's pushing people down the steps. Yep. This is an outrage. Uh, how about this, man? This is messed up. A New Jersey man has been indicted for allegedly trying to hire a hitman to kill a 13-year-old girl what? in Texas. What? And I have no idea the motivation or any of this. Kill a 13-year-old girl in Texas, and he's in Jersey. The 57-year-old Newark man, Armando uh, Canasiago, communicated with a man to locate the girl and kill her. He gave the hitman the girl's address, a picture of her, and uh, cash to carry out the job. Uh, the suppos- Where do you turn to when you're looking for a hitman? Is there a website? That's a good question. Uh, the supposed We hit- may not be licensed in your state. Uh, the supposed hitman drove 
from New Jersey to Texas and took photos of the victim's house, her father's car, and the surrounding area. Yeah, he's dead be home. Uh, Conciago. Chicago had uh, told the hitman to follow through with the plan and murder the girl, though it's unclear wow. why he wanted her dead. The plan was ultimately uh, intercepted, and the girl is still alive. So this guy was indicted on two murder-for-hire charges. If convicted, he faces up to 10 years in prison and $250,000 fine. But a 13-year-old girl... Is it possible she beat him out for the cheerleading squad? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> we may have to yeah, look at right, 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 right. Why not? I'm good. insane. Uh, this is messed up, too, and this has happened a few times within the past year or two. A man vacationing in Milwaukee fell to his death after a drawbridge was raised while he was walking across it. It's another one of these. And also, I don't know why he was vac- vacationing in Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah. It's where everyone goes. Uh, Richard uh, Dujardin uh, of Providence, Rhode Island, was crossing the Kilbourne Avenue Bridge in downtown Milwaukee on Monday afternoon with his wife, Rose Marie. His wife made it across the bridge, but her husband was about halfway across when it began to open. Uh, and apparently he hung under the railing for one to two minutes before oh losing God. his grip and falling to the pavement below. I, I heard he was kind of not paying attention. He was looking at an iPad. It was a- Yeah, and so here, I have more on that. Yeah, so yeah. he fell an estimated 71 feet. He Oof. suffered a head wound and was pronounced dead at the scene. So the bridge is controlled by the city's Department of Public Works, and its two halves are raised and lowered for boat traffic by someone working remotely who has two camera views of the span. Uh, the lights and bells were operational at uh, as, the, as the two sections were raised and crossing arms came down at each end of the bridge. But Rosemary told investigators her husband is hard of hearing and wore a hearing aid. Uh, the medical examiner's report said he was looking at an iPad while walking, so he may not have heard Jeez. the signals. And if he was looking at his iPod, iPad, he must not have seen what was going on. You wonder how fast they go up, though, because I would, I mean, he said he's 71? Yeah. Because, well, that's probably... No, 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 he's 77. 77. And he fell 71 feet. Oh. Uh, please. I, you just bolt, but I guess you can't when you're... I get, you know, and if you're just... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the story was. Uh, the police said in a statement that there is no suspicion of a criminal act, but the investigation continues. So if it starts going up and, yeah. you're, and you're towards the middle. Run the other Well, you either run or right then you've got to grab onto something. You know, because it, it he had his steep. iPad. He could have ordered a harness from Amazon. Ah. Yeah, yeah. But it gets steep real quick. It and, does. And at okay. some point, you, you might have to go, oh, God, I got I to gotta uh, hold on here, you know? So I, I, I don't know. I but, mean, you hold on. But it's happened a few times now. Hold right. on to that dream. There you go. Uh, that is what I have in the bizarre file for you. Uh, quickly, we have a guest uh, that we are going to speak to. And there is a big golf tournament that's going on right now. So all over the news. And we're going to have your chance to win tickets to that courtesy. <laughs> Of our next guest, he is the director of development of the Jay Wood Platt Scholarship Trust, and uh, I've talked about the uh, Jay Wood Scholarship before. I found out about it recently this year, and what a great opportunity it is for uh, people who uh, want some financial aid in going to school and going oh, to college. Very nice. Uh, yeah, I was. There was a uh, caddy at. Uh, I was invited to play at Philadelphia Country Club. And there was a caddy the next day. He was graduating with his master's degree. And he said it never, ever would have happened if it wasn't for the Jay Wood awesome. Scholarship uh, through being a caddy. So we want to welcome our friend Kale Beers. Yeah. And yes, that is his real name, Kale <laughs> Beers. Hey, Kale, how you doing, man? Hey guys, great, 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 uh, great to talk to you this morning. Thanks yeah. for having me. So, so listen, you're you're going to give us some uh, tickets and a little bit to give away to the BMW uh, Championship. 
Uh, and uh, we really, really appreciate that. But you wanted to get the word out about the uh, about the scholarship program and what you guys do. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate the opportunity to do that. Uh, it, the story you just told about the, uh, the the gentleman at Philadelphia Country Club, that can be told hundreds of times, over thousands of times by our alums. Um, you know, it's not just that we give the $10,000 a year to caddies, and now we've expanded to other roles outside of caddying as well and the limited and eventually a full uh, scale capacity, but we give up to ten thousand a year to caddies. Uh, but to do that, you have to do thirty loops a year, to, and you have to. And, and so, and this is on top of financial aid that you will receive. You have to qualify for financial aid to receive uh, a scholarship from us to begin with. So, whatever you're getting from the government, this goes on top of it. Plus, the money you earn to qualify for it, it, it can be as much as a $25,000 proposition. So wow. we've heard a lot of those stories and a lot of people saying, you know, listen, if it's, I have personal friends that say we wouldn't have gotten through college without what, uh, what the trust has done for them. And it's, it's, it's a really great thing. It's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it, as far as getting involved and and uh, and getting a job as a caddy, um, how, how does can someone go to the, you guys first to get some direction as to where they could head to, or do you need to go out and find a job on your own and then reach out to the Jaywood Platt Scholarship Trust? Uh, either way, either way, we could definitely point you in the right direction. We have a relationship with all the caddy managers and the, and the directors of golf around the region. Um, I just we placed someone a couple weeks ago that was a little bit late in the game. A lot of the you know, obviously the season's coming to an end in a couple of months, so a lot of the places are, are set. But right now, actually, a lot of the college kids are going back to college. So like every other summer job, there's a little bit of a dip right now where they right. can use some help. So it might not be a bad idea to start getting interested in that. But a lot of people don't know, we live in probably the most uh, amazing golf region in America, maybe next to Pinehurst, North Carolina, but... There's not there's not another place in America that has many quality golf courses, uh, private and public, as right here in Montgomery County, Pennsylvania. So there's lots of opportunities to get involved. We could point people in the right direction, but certainly if you reach out to the club yourself, um, hey, it, it, that's a way to go about it too. Kale, what, what about people who, who are who are interested in going to college who may not know the game of golf that well, but are interested in uh, the scholarship opportunity? Can they learn the game? Uh, and you know, and and get a job and and go through it that way as well. Or do you already need to be pretty well versed in golf to to become a caddy? Well, you have to know the basics for sure, and that is, is and being a caddy is an art, and it is a, a, a very cultivated skill. Um, so, if, if you were in a situation where you never had that that experience, uh, they would move you along. There's outside services situations where you park carts and you clean things up and you do stuff, and then. Eventually, you get introduced into going out, like maybe with somebody else or someone that's like a real low maintenance member, and say, "Hey, I can take this 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 guy or girl out for their first loop and mm-hmm. get them into it." So you don't have to have a whole lot of knowledge. Surely, you're going to want to know what's the difference between a wedge and a driver. Right. Um, I mean, obviously, yeah. There's there's a baseline of skill sets that you have to have, but yeah, you don't you don't you don't need to be a phenomenal golfer, and and you don't need to be an expert on it. You kind of accumulate that knowledge on the job. Yeah, and it's uh, it it is a great job, by the way. There's a few really good things about it. Number one, uh, it's physically uh, you, you it's good for you. you yeah, get out, you're, you're walking a lot. You're yeah. carrying uh, you're carrying clubs, so uh, it's good in that regard. Um, and you can make great money. Uh, you can make wonderful tips, uh, and uh, yeah. it, you get to be in a beautiful environment as you well. You get to meet potential future employers. You too. never know. Yeah. You, you, you yeah. make a you make an impression on yeah. members. Yeah, that's a great point, Steve. I, I've, I've had one of our alums. Uh, that is at Wilmington Country Club. He, he told me 
by the time I was interviewing for jobs in my junior year at the University of Delaware, he said, I was intimidated by nobody. Yeah. Because I had been carrying the bags of bankers, doctors, lawyers, uh, CEOs. I knew the language. I knew how to conduct myself. I knew how to communicate. And that we really, that's important to us. It's not just about the money, and it's not just about the college education. It's about, and we have an empower program that's developing the current caddies to be prepared for life after college and, and network them and brand themselves. So it, it is a skill set, and it is an, it's an amazing opportunity. We honestly believe that through this we can change the community, make it a better community through golf. Because, it's, you know, there, there's, there's, you know, people think golf is just for a certain group of people. It's not. It's accessible to everybody, and we, we give an opportunity to get people uh, out there learning the game and, 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 and earning their way through college. And like speech test, networking for the future, getting jobs done. There you go. That's awesome. Yep. Uh, so the website is platscholar.org. That's P-L-A-T-T scholar.org. Uh, and you can reach out and do some uh, some research and find out a little bit more about this. But they've helped out. I, I think it was in 2020 you guys had uh, like 130 caddies get a, over a million dollars plus in aid, uh, Kale? Absolutely. Yeah, we uh, we gave out $1.1 million this year to 138 scholars around the region. Uh, 24 million since we've been in existence. Number 3,700 uh, young adults have gone to college with our help. So it's excellent, uh, it, and we're expanding. So, like you said, we're going beyond caddies. Eventually, it's going to be, you know, hopefully, open up to everybody that works in service to golf as well, because there's a lot of opportunities in this region. But yeah, we it, it's 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 a really I'm I'm really excited to be a part of this. And every time we meet an alum, it's it's another great story. Like like you guys have already heard. Yeah, yeah, it's it's cool. I was not familiar, and then once I found out about it and how how appreciative uh, the people that get these uh, scholarship opportunities are, I'm like, okay, this is a great idea, and uh, and uh, and you know, it's a great job, and opens you up in a really cool environment where you can network with people and then get some help in uh, in your school. It's it's a win win all the way around. So look into this. It's Platt Scholar. Dot org or just do a search on J. Wood Platt Scholarship Trust. Excellent. Uh, and you'll probably be reaching out to Kale because he's he's the dude. And also, by the way, the voice of uh, the LaSalle Explorers. In <laughs> there <basketball>. you go. <laughs> he does a play-by-play. Very cool. Uh, which is cool. So, uh, all right, Cal, you're going to be out at the, uh, at the uh, BMW Championship today? Now, unfortunately, I can't today because I have to go play in a member guest out at Ben Creek Country Club. In oh, it sucks uh, to be you. Well, I'll be there the rest of the weekend. I'll be there tomorrow through Sunday, and I'm excited. I can't wait. All right, yeah, the big boys are in town. Everybody's here. And you gave us some tickets. We're going to give those away in, in a little while uh, for the event. So we appreciate that. Thank you, Kale. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. You guys rock. All right, have a good one, man. Hey, hey! So we'll do. We'll get a winner here in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so so listen up for your chance uh, to grab those. But we're going to give away uh, two VIP tickets that include parking, uh, hospitality, and a dedicated viewing tent. That's uh, for cool. the championship round on Sunday. What? So, like, the, like the this is uh, the final round. This is as good as it gets. Yeah, man. And this is a sport. As he made a point, golf used to be perceived one way, but it's now. I, I know, like all across all different types of people, all yeah. incomes who are playing the game and loving it. Yeah, especially with the the great public golf courses yeah. we have in our we have we have top notch, amazing, incredible. Uh, private country clubs and courses, uh, but there's a lot of great public courses too that yeah. you can, that anybody can get out and access and get out and play the game and driving ranges and all kinds of stuff. So uh, we'll do that in just a bit. We are going to take a break and come back in a moment. Don't forget our buddy Victor Friarello, Philly Mag. We're going to talk about the worst of Philly and more uh, in a little bit. Stay put. We'll be right back. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Listen on our mobile app or go to WMMR.com. 
Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. They on uh, PrestonandSteve.com, there is uh, some new stuff to mention. Uh, there are uh, a video that Marissa explains uh, some hacks for the new MMR app. Ooh. Oh, that's awesome. And how you can customize it and enable autoplay so that the station will play automatically when you open the app on CarPlay. And some things like that if you want to check out. And there's also a new uh, podcast. Right. So the Comic Book Gurus existed prior to COVID as an audio-only uh, podcast. And uh, so you have, uh, you have Craig Legans and Rockstar Rob, who are, in, ca- in case you'll back this up, Preston, you yeah. as well. They know comic books like, and comic book movies like nobody's business. Well, there's been an addition of Steph, who is a former uh, Philly's Hottest uh, uh, winner. And also a um, um, a, a Princess Evil who happens to know a hell of a lot about comic books as well. So she joins the cast, and uh, it is now a video, a podcast, and it's up. And I'm I'm pushing all the buttons and making all the graphics work, and hopefully you'll like it. We're trying to refine it and get it to something that you like because these guys have too much to talk about, and there's just a cornucopia of things that are happening in the comic book realm that they have insight you can't believe. So it's up and running, has its own official page on PrestonSteve.com, and... We'd like to have you on as a guest, too, at some point, Preston. Sure. Yeah, and I think I'm going to be a guest. <laughs> oh, is that right? Yeah. We could absolutely do that. Yes. Yeah. yes. Dear God. And by the way, no. you'll note that the, the great rock star Rob is wearing his uh, velvet jacket. Always. <laughs> Hun- hunched over. <laughs> yeah, it's his. Uh, yeah. It's his trademark. Yeah. Uh, hey, can I just mention something uh, real quick? Yesterday, uh, my son, uh, who was ten years old, and about twenty of his friends uh, donated their time yesterday uh, to the Superhero Project. It's a nonprofit um, that puts together care packages for uh, babies in the neon- neonatal intensive care unit. Uh, they put packages together for the moms who have to leave the hospital and leave their babies there. Uh, and the nonprofit actually, uh, their their uh, main mission is they. They send these cameras, they uh, raise money to put cameras uh, in the NICU so that when the moms have to go home or the parents have to go home, uh, they can log in 24 hours a day and see their babies in the hospital. I love that. And they've donated cameras to all of the local hospitals. Uh, So the boys, or the the boys and girls, there were some girls there as well, but they went yesterday and they put together uh, all of these boxes. They folded them all up. There was hundreds of them. uh, And then they stuffed them and and the nonprofit's going to send them out to the hospitals. So that's cool. And you got and how did how did he uh, do? Is he oh, enjoying they, doing it? They did great. Yeah, they, they actually said we uh, we were surprised at how much fun this was. Ah, that's nice. Yeah. That's cool. I'm glad you brought that up about the uh, uh, about the babies because I want to talk about uh, pregnancy sex. Oh, okay. Just a moment here. <laughs> Yay uh, or nay? Uh, well, there was a new study uh, that suggests the window of opportunity for sex during the second trimester. Or is it the third trimester? Uh, yeah, the second trimester is shorter than previously thought. So the second trimester of pregnancy is often referred to as the honeymoon period. Mm-hmm. Because sickness symptoms start to fade and the desire to have sex returns. Uh, researchers surveyed more than 200 U.S. women about how often they had sex during each week of their pregnancy. And overall, the probability of sexual intercourse increased uh, during around 60% of the second trimester, they said. Uh, so for many pregnant women, the first trimester of pregnancy, 0 to 13 weeks is characterized as, uh, by symptoms including nausea, vomiting, fatigue, constipation, cramps, and more. You don't feel sexy. No. However, during the second trimester, 14 to 26 weeks, many of those pregnancy symptoms disappear or reduce, and women get much of their energy back in the second trimester, and often find their libido increases, leading to couples rekindling their sex life. All right, so I, I have a um, 
It's like a double-edged sword here, right? Because I... use during sex? No, oh. no. I find pregnant women to be very sexy and okay. attractive. Yes, okay, I do not. I, and I know, yes. and you and I have talked about this. Yep. Mm-hmm. However, like... Uh, like, don't think that I search out, like, pregnancy porn or anything like that because I, I don't no. like that. When I see that, I'm like, oh, my God. You're, you're demeaning. You're ruining, I, yes. you're ruining it, right? Honestly, I think that's what turned me off. I saw that, and I'm uh-huh. like, I am not, yeah. no, that's, no. That's, get away from the camera. Yeah. You're going to be a mom. That's don't do okay. that. Yeah. If it's not, me- do they, if they don't mention pregnancy porn and what to expect and you're expecting, it's probably something you shouldn't be delving into. Uh, the, I don't know what it is about, like, you know, a big pregnant belly. Like, I, I don't know. I think it might th- be a glow about the woman. I, I don't know what it is. I, I listen, we have, you know, we, we don't have kids, but I've, I've seen, I do see. Or there is that sort of energy or glow past the sickness stage because mm-hmm. I know that's got to be daunting. What what's that? What is happening to a, a woman's body? But at, in that period where you're often they're told that they're glowing, mm-hmm. I I think that is the case. I I and um, so yeah, I can see that. I don't think that's uh, something that's ridiculous. All right. Uh, so they said it's perfectly <laughs> what. We both okay. we both agree on super bad yes. and pregnant women. Yeah, I gotta. It's um no. That's I just not you my know, thing. I, I well, that's fine. I yeah. was reluctant to say anything because I'm like, oh, do I sound creepy? Do I, Kathy? You'll tell me. You'll be honest. Do I sound creepy? Uh, that that he finds pregnant women attractive. I mean, in a wholesome non-porn way, like Preston likes. No, <laughs> oh, please, please. No, not creepy, but maybe I don't know. No, like maybe you're just. Your own wife? Okay. <laughs> Leave the other pregnant ladies to their husbands? <laughs> Kathy's slaloming the language. Casey, do you, do you like a little baby bump or do you like full on ready to pop? What gets you going? What makes you... Oh, what uh, really yeah, like go? Uh, what, yeah. what pumps your oh, nads? Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like it, it at least when they're showing. Uh, when they're crowning? You know what I, you know what I love? And I don't necessarily find this to be a, a turn on or anything like that, but I just think it's the cutest thing is when the belly button pops out. Yeah. I love it. I think it's so cute. There I don't see, know no, what he, it is. Here's the thing. You're, you're, we're morphing this. You, you uh-huh. just think that they, they look good. It, yeah. The, okay, the little belly button is cute. It's not yeah, like he wants to go bang them. Yeah. Well, they're, they're already in the process. I mean, yeah. it, it's... They've already been primed. Yeah, I think they I, I, think, I think nature yeah. nature has <laughs> that. There are there are all things in play, and I think it. Why well, I, I don't Something know. Like Why that. you guys are talking about this? Marissa and I are making like gagging faces at each other, going <laughs> belly button all stretched out and pop. That's gross. Oh, and their boobs. I've heard so I've heard big. a lot of women say that they that, that they don't. They can't wait to go through the process and get it over with because right. they feel they and that's an issue. Mm-hmm. I, I, I have I've never had to deal with that, but the uh, you know they feel less than attractive or, or so on and so forth. There's a lot of things in play. Uh, so the like, uh, a, like a soccer match. Uh, they're saying in this study that it is uh, perfectly safe for women to have sex during their pregnancy unless a doctor or midwife has told them not to. What, a, what about during labor? Couples, although some expecting couples. <laughs> Abstain from sex completely. Not during labor. Sometimes they say that sex can kind of move, move later along. along. Right. I've heard that. I don't know if it's true or not. Uh, but according to the study authors, differences in sexual frequency during pregnancy have already been documented in studies that only surveyed once per trimester. Uh, therefore, they wanted to assess changes in the frequency of sexual intercourse more regularly across all weeks of pregnancy. Uh, across the whole 
pregnancy period sexual intercourse frequency declined in general in line with common pregnancy symptoms such as fatigue and nausea, the researchers found. I would assume also when you're at your biggest, it's got to be very uncomfortable. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and for anybody who has been like, uh, big time pregnant now, yeah, and like July through all that heat and humidity. Oh, I, I couldn't imagine. I would that would feel so uncomfortable. Uh, so let's see. They they then looked at how uh, sexual intercourse probability fluctuated in the three trimesters by analyzing the raw data with computer models. Overall, the probability of intercourse declined sharply around eighteen percent each week. Between conception and 11 weeks, which is during the first trimester. So the sweet spot is the second uh, trimester. So it subsequently increased by around 3% each week between weeks 11 and 21, which is the tail end of the first trimester and ending before the end of the second trimester. But from week 22, the probability of intercourse then declined steadily, which was 6% each week uh, through the end of the pregnancy until birth. Interestingly, the study was the first to show that stark fluctuations within trimesters corresponded to pregnancy symptoms, which increased up to the first 11 weeks and then subsided. I'm losing all this here. You lost me. All I want to know is, can the baby grab your unit? Okay. And that's that's a weird thought. Right? That you might have while... Yeah. Engaging in this, yeah. I know it's it, not I, going to happen. Not happen obviously, <laughs> but it's a, still. I think a lot I think of guys it, think that, right? Yeah. But or there, wonder. There, there's that. not. No, it can't happen. It's not. not, not no. no, it's not biologically, physically capable of happening. No. So anyway, well, especially. I'm sorry. I'm trying to read the text messages as well. So uh, there, there are uh, you know people that agree and disagree with each of our yeah, opinions yeah, yeah. on yeah. that. So. No, and that's it's that's why they make all sorts of flavors. Okay, whatever rocks your boat. All right, you're a man in the boat. Let's talk about bun stuff now. Oh my god! Oh my now god. we're getting wholesome. Is this the one that Kathy sent you? Uh, women. <laughs> in, this is in the book. What to expect when you're having butt love? Uh, women in the UK are suffering injuries and other health problems as a result of the growing popularity of that. Oh, really? Yeah. Among straight couples uh, to, according to two NHS surgeons, as they have warned. This is in the UK. This is from from The Guardian, correct? The, uh, um, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and, well, and, was it, I mean, I, I, yeah. I got, uh, you sent it to me after I already okay. had it, so I don't think I got this from The Guardian. Uh, the consequences, this is because it's a UK study that was done. Uh, the consequences include incontinence and sexually transmitted infections, as well as pain and bleeding because they have experienced bodily trauma while engaging in the practice. And the doctors wrote this in an article in the British Medical Journey. Uh, journey. It was journey. a journey. Don't stop. <laughs> Don't stop doing that. <laughs> Just a small tanker. Bending over in a lonely world. Um, uh, it's, it, they also, in the article, at least the one that I, I read, Preston, they... Um, it's they're they're trying to figure out there's been a quite a decent uptick in the frequency of yeah. it's almost like it's caught on like yeah. it's all well, the rage like it's a Tide Pod challenge it's been uh, sensationalized a little bit yeah. I think okay. hey, uh, well, any, porn does a lot of it yeah. yeah and all that pregnancy porn you're watching <laughs> sometimes they'll go there any uh, way you want it you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> any way you want yeah. Uh, Do it again. (laughs) I got it in. Any way you want it. That's the way you need it. Any way you want it. (laughs) (laughs) One more time. All right. Any way you want it. 
They're funny kids. <laughs> yes, hilarious. <laughs> She loves when, when we get very um, yeah. uh, informational clinical. and yeah. clinical, mm-hmm. and we don't we don't act like idiots. Uh, so <laughs> when does that happen? Somebody <laughs> said, "Don't stop, butt leaving." <laughs> I'm just wondering. And, go ahead. We don't have love and touch and squeezing. I wish we had that. What? One. No, no. That's we don't have that in our system. No, You're you kidding. believe that? That's no, crazy. I, I find that very hard to believe. Mm-hmm. Okay. So anyhow, uh, Tabitha, Ghana, and Leslie Hunt also argued that these are the doctors. Yeah. Also argued that uh, doctors' reluctance to discuss the risks associated with this was leading to women being harmed by the practice and letting down a generation of women who are not aware of the potential problems. Well, you know, you raised a point earlier that people who are who have gotten their information concerning uh, various levels of intimacy like this oh, from man. porn please are being led down a horrific path it's so unrealistic pornography is so unrealistic at how it depicts certain acts mm-hmm. and scenarios and and uh and, and yes and listen there may be some people who do love those fantastical things that you see in videos but for the most part it's not like that in the bedroom. You should always keep some things your Saturday night thing. Just your regular Saturday oh, yeah. night thing, yeah. You're going to be my regular Saturday night thing, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, in the journal, they said butt stuff is considered a risky sexual behavior because of its association with alcohol, drug use, and multiple sex partners. However, within popular culture, here's where it gets to that, Steve. It has moved from the world of pornography to mainstream media and TV shows, including Sex in the City and Fleabag, may have contributed to the trend by making it seem seem, uh, racy and daring. So, oh, oh, well, that, okay. I had not thought about those influences. So when it crosses over, you know, they they say a lot is downstream from pop culture. Mm -hmm. And uh, so this is, they're sort of (laughs) taking the lead. Interesting. I'm sorry. I keep looking at the text messages. Okay. Read that one from Bill West. This one says, don't stop bleeding. Oh, God. It's terrible. No. It's terrible. The British Medical Journal, not British Medical Journey. Yeah. Uh, so now there, there is, this is interesting. Okay. okay. So keep it, keep it, uh, I know okay. I'm trying to, I'm trying to make Bill happy. I am. Uh, this whole thing was his idea. Yeah. No, um, you need to do more anal stuff. <laughs> oh, oh <my> God. <laughs> uh, where's the, where's the, I need you to stop talking. Oh, I, don't know what yeah. I need you to stop talking and listen to me. <laughs> Now, this is this is in the news. It was in the news. You oh, saw it's in, it. It's, I, in the, it's in the the British Medical the Journals, and they they have accents. Yeah, I mean, we're telling people don't do this. We're this telling is a warning, and they, and don't take your your intimacy cues from pornography. Um, and so, we also gave away tickets to a big golf outing. Yeah, well, not, not yet. yet. We're not going yet. to. Oh, we're right. going to. Uh, so listen, to this this is the. Right. I think I find this one of the most interesting parts. So, and I and I'm gonna use some clinical. Terminology here. Oh no! Listen, no, 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 listen. Women who engage in this are at greater risk than uh, from it than men. Women are. That's wow. Increased rates of of fecal incontinence, and this is the thing: injury in that area. It says sphincter injury. Injury have been reported in women. Uh, Women are at higher risk uh, because of the different anatomy. 
and the effects of hormones, pregnancy, and childbirth on the pelvic floor. So it is... It is. It's easier for guys to do that than women. It's something to you know, wow. Yeah, mm. I didn't know that. That that our physical makeups uh, make it more dangerous for women to engage in that. Yeah. See. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I've had guys do it to me, it's usually okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's because you're a guy. I'm a guy. Yeah. No, it's um. um yeah, these are th- these are the things that like Oprah <laughs> would talk about in such a comforting way. And I think we're very Oprah as today, right. Kathy, aren't we? Yeah, oh, kinda. yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, we have. Uh... Listen to this. Listen, listen to this. This is exactly what the doctor said. All I'm right. even leaving out some words that that add some detail to it that Bill would appreciate if I left out. And you'll see. I appreciate that. Women, and always use your cough button. Women have less robust sphincters and lower pressures than men, and damage caused by this is therefore more consequential. Robust mm-hmm. women have more robust sphincters than men. Right. They have less, less, less robust, less robust. You're, I'm not, sorry. you're, not, you're not interpolating the data correctly. No, I'm sorry, that's my uh, my bad. Screw because that's up. because we're pre law. Check this guy's sphincter out. <laughs> robust, robust. <laughs> you could park a Chris Craft in that thing. <laughs> Still have room for some camping equipment. <laughs> there are certain things. And again, we've talked about what people, how people derive pleasure if you're doing it and it's consensual and it doesn't hurt other people. That's fine. Uh, there are things that uh, I am so pedestrian in my, in my world. Um, Somebody says we should, we should exchange, uh, numbers. No, the word, uh, anal to Annabelle. Oh, okay. And that, way we can... that works. That does work. Annabelle. Annabelle. Now it's really erotic. <laughs> Uh, many. Do- oh, you found it. Mercy got it for us. Okay. Can't believe- okay. Uh, many doctors, though, especially general practitioners and hospital doctors, are reluctant to talk to women about the risks involved, partly because they do not want to seem judgmental or homophobic, uh, they added. But they're saying that having a, a discussion about this is uh, important. You have to put some things aside when you're, you're endeavoring to... to- maintain the health of mm-hmm. of people who, who might benefit from this information. And if you don't want to do it, you just say, nah, 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 nah. Exactly. That's the... that. And... Hi, I'm Steve Perry. <laughs> <laughs> Many British women apparently are doing stuff they're not so fond of. <laughs> I'm not going to go there because I'd have to back up. Someone else... <laughs> Now remember, if you don't want to do it, all you have to say is na 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 na. Oh my God, that's that's a perfect campaign. Yeah, and Steve Perry's not really doing much right no. now. No, he could really not. make a difference. He could be the national spokesperson right. in the United Kingdom uh, for um, uh, butt sex uh, yeah. awareness. Yeah, there we yeah. go. BSA. <laughs> the time is coming. A BSA. Uh, it's okay. It's wonderful. It's brilliant. <laughs> I think we saved a lot of British lives. We did. I think we could have, or some pain and uh, general discomfort. There, there, that's also, there is a, a peripheral piece of advice. There is a, a talk, talk to people, talk to your partner, talk to, oh, and make yeah. sure that everyone is, yeah, that it's all you know, up and up, and any concerns, talk about them. I highly, yes, I highly recommend, and and it it may if if you're not used to doing that type of thing, and I'm talking about speaking openly yeah. about 
uh, activity in the bedroom with your significant other, with your partner, telling them contact Kathy. <laughs> she'll do it for you. No, about, about about what you're comfortable with, what you're not comfortable with, what you prefer. Yeah, uh, things like that. What you'd like to try. Um, it might seem at first very awkward and difficult, but I. I You'll what, benefit from it once you and once you cross over and start to have an open conversation. I've found it to be very yeah um, uh, liberating in a sense, and yeah. and uh, having that open communication is a uh, is just a, a step. It's, it's a positive step, I think. So yeah, so it I, led to the first purchasing of your gimp mask. Yeah. But remember, <laughs> if you don't want to do that, just say. Just say nah. 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 Yeah. And remember, nah means nah. Nah means nah. Yeah. All right. uh, I think we should take a break. We should. You know, I'm a little bit bummed out because the beginning of the conversation, Kathy was all part of it. Yeah. uh, And then she just bowed out after a little bit. Well. (laughs) Trailed off on that one. Your mom would have appreciated this. She would have. If she heard it. Honestly. Well, yeah. Right. Yes, because what it what they're She's saying. Anti-dad. Yeah, but what they're saying is <laughs> what she told me. Yeah, about healthy. But it also things. causes cancer. She said. Well, that's what she said about Farrah Fawcett. Right. Yeah. Right. You know why she got anal yeah. cancer, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, mom. Why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come into the bathroom. I want to tell you. <laughs> All right. While we are taking a break, I would like to do this now. I'm going to give away uh, a pair of tickets to the BMW Classic PGA Tour, which is happening right now. At Wilmington Country Club, and this is for the championship round on Sunday. And wow. not only that, you get two VIP tickets, including parking, hospitality, and a dedicated viewing tent. This is like a big deal. Like you're 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 getting the treatment. Oh yeah, uh, for this with these, and this is courtesy of the uh, Jay Wood uh, Platt. No, what did I say? The um. Yeah, the Jay Wood Platt Caddy Scholarship. I want to make sure I got that right. Uh, trust. So let's take uh, caller fourteen. Oh, wait! See what I did there? <laughs> Two one Do it five. again. All right, you hit it first. Fourteen. Two one five two six three. WMMR. We need caller fourteen, and we will set you up with that. And you need to be available on uh, Sunday to go to this. All right. So, and it's brought to you by the Jay Wood Platt Caddy Scholarship Trust. And the Western Golf Association, uh, the BMW Classic is round two of the FedEx Cup playoffs uh, with the top 70 golfers in the world right here in our area competing. And uh, Jay Wood Platt is the charitable arm of the Golf Association of Philadelphia. Visit org to learn more. We'll take a break. We'll get the winner. We'll come back in a second. And uh, our buddy Victor Fiorello, who is uh, editor at uh, Philly Mag, is here to talk about the best of, the worst of, and all that there stuff. There you go. We'll come back in a moment. Stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. Papa Roach. A day to remember. The warning. New music. More of everything that rocks. I'm 93.3 WMMR. The best of Philly. From uh, Philly Mag is out. And so is the worst of Philly. 2022. Yes, just as exciting. You can find uh, both of these lists in your current issue of Philly Mag, and we welcome the editor of the magazine, our friend, Mr. Victor Fiorello. Yay! 
You guys rock. You hey. rock, sir. How are you, man? I'm not the editor, by the way. I, know. I am a editor. You're just an to be editor. clear. How many I'm, editors are there? Uh, too many. No, there's only a few of us, but okay. uh, I just want to be clear. I'm not like You're the top You're not editor-in-chief. That would be the, right. the top dog. We Who hang out with you the most, though. Uh, yeah. the, uh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, the editor-in-chief is Brian Howard, a okay. long, long-time friend of mine. Great okay. guy. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, happy summer to you, by the way. Thank you. How has yours been? Uh, it's been good. Lots of traveling. Uh, I just took a day trip to the beach yesterday so I could get a nice glow on. <laughs> so when I wear all white at Diné en Blanc tonight, <laughs> right, yeah. I'm not going to look quite as pale. Did you Did say Diné? Diné en Blanc? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's not Diner en Blanc. It's yeah. not Dinner en Blanc. It's French. It has to be Diné en Diné Blanc. Diné en Blanc. Uh, maybe like Diné en Blanc. Marissa's going that tonight. We're, we're actually going to go to the, the BMW Classic down in Wilmington. For, and this is the way she rolls. I'm not going to dinner on Blanc tonight, but she's going to go do that first and then go to dinner on Blanc tonight. Wow. Well, just to be clear, mm. I have been hired to perform at Dinner on Blanc. Whoa! Uh, your I band? Am, I am not going as a guest. Not that there's anything wrong oh, with that, Marissa. You wanted to make that clear. But it's, it's not my, you know, it's not my scene. And I also am not going to drag a table across the city. Right. Uh, <laughs> or food or anything else. But if I'm paid to be there, you know, I'll, I'll have to. So it's your full band? Yeah, my full band, we're per- performing, uh, there's three bands, we're performing second. Nice. And, uh, you know, if you've uh, ever never seen a tall, hairy drag queen perform <laughs> Black Sabbath, you will tonight. <laughs> I love you go. I love your version of War Pigs. It's awesome. Well, we just might be pulling that off. Oh. <laughs> the producer said, can you please keep everything, like, friendly and upbeat? And was like, yeah, 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 sure. So, but we're going <laughs> to we're gonna stick that in at the end. Because everyone's wearing white. <laughs> Are you yeah. guys all going to wear white, I guess? Uh, you know, we're contractually obligated. Oh, yeah. to wear- I can't tell you how, how did many you Aussie in white. I can't tell you how many Amazon Prime before uh, try before you buy packages. I was just going to say, do you I've have had... white pants? No, I don't have white anything. I have a giant stack of white things right now to try on and figure out what the heck I'm going to wear. Oh, Good luck. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about the issue. Uh, where do you want to go? You want to go best of or worst of first here, uh, Victor? Well, uh, you know, best of uh, is always a fun place to start. We have 252 winners this year um some surprises uh some some oldies uh what surprised you the most uh, let's go let's cut to the most difficult question what was the biggest surprise of the best of list that came out of nowhere well you know i personally like i do a lot of the restaurant stuff and i i just like finding like the little neighborhood gems not writing about not that there's anything wrong with steven star restaurants but like do we really need to write about them again everyone knows for instance you know one of our big best affiliate winners was uh one of your friends wilson's secret sauce barbecue yeah Awesome. Yeah, I gave their uh, sea brisket sandwich uh, best of Philly. Um, and there's some other Delco gems in there. There's a place called Crispin Chicken in Lansdowne, huh. which is basically um, Chick-fil-A food, but not at Chick-fil-A. Okay. So, so they've basically you know, recreated the waffle fries, the ch- spicy chicken sandwich and all that. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Wow. So, we are we are blessed with it. And again, that's why this is an essential issue of the magazine to get because you will be dining at all these places eventually and it's a great sort of list of everything. But uh, we have so many of those, so those, as you say, those hidden gems that are top level as well. And, and uh, you know, and how do you, how do you, you need people like you. Uh, I mean, we spend, you know, this comes out once a year, but, we spend the entire year researching right. it. So we're, you know, just in the 
course of our lives, we're going out, we're checking things out, we're writing things down. Yeah. Um, and it's quite a process. You know, there are a lot of awards in the city, but <laughs> I think you guys know me well enough now to know that, like, we take this very seriously. Yes. And you're not paying us $5,000 to win a Best of Philly. Right. Do you um, use any outside sources to, to call Best of stuff? Like, I'm, I'm basically offering my help. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I, I definitely reach out to people. Hey, especially, like, within the neighborhoods. Uh, I also use, like, the uh, Facebook neighborhood message boards, like, Delco Restaurant Review, Mainline Restaurant Review, review, and I'll just post every few months, like, hey, anything new opened up? Because how do you know what right. opened up unless you live in the neighborhood? Do you mainly want to help out in the restaurant capacity, Casey? I mean, or? just anything Delco. Uh, okay. I think I, yeah, I, I've i got my finger on the pulse in, in Delco, and as a matter of fact, uh, uh, Victor's wearing a couple of Delco things right now, and I'm like, yeah, I know all about, like, you know, he's wearing a Delco Land hat, and I'm like, that... I have a story about Delco Land. There used to be a... Is that the miniature golf it's place? It's a miniature yeah. golf yeah. place. But when I was a kid, I used to belong to Ridley Township Swim Club across the street. And I went over there to see if I could, you know, earn a couple of bucks. And they were like, yeah, just, you know, put these flyers oh, on... Yeah. On all the cars in the parking lot, <laughs> I, I grabbed the wrong stack of flyers, and uh, what I ended up doing was I handed out 500 free games of golf <laughs> because I grabbed the free. You know, if you make a hole in one on the 18th hole, wow! I, you know, I was like, that's I amazing. Get, I didn't get paid that day. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm also wearing a Delco Stakes shirt, and yes. I know the owners. 2021 Best of Philly winner. Yeah, um, great, great cheesesteaks and other things. Where does the the Delco thing stand now? Because it, it's it's it should have made it to the worst list. Oh, stop it! <laughs> well, it's always it's always it's beloved. It's celebrated. As some people, obviously, Kathy has fun with it on that level. Uh, but um, I, I think it's I think it's on a roll right now. Do you get that? There's, yeah. a, there's a lot of embracing. Even people who come to the town, you, uh, you know, uh, Kate Winslet uh, perfecting her Delco <laughs> accent. All of it now is put it in a think a favorable spotlight. Do you agree? I agree, and I, but then it also brings up the question of what is Delco exactly? Yes. Uh, because, it, of course, people will say, well, it's Delaware County. But there are a lot of people who would say, no, 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 no. Delco is not all of Delaware County. Delco is like the very working class section right. Right. of Delaware County. Like, yeah. you know, uh, is Boothwin Delco? Some people would say it's too far away. Ridley Park certainly is Delco. Uh, Upper Darby certainly is Delco. Right. Yeah. Uh, but Clifton, there's definitely Westbrook like a... Park, yeah. Delco. Like but the people like, in Newtown is, Square aren't calling themselves Delco. But they should. We they need should. the Newtown Squares, you know? Like, to, it's just, you know, they, they average everything out. Like, you, know, you got to get the good... But like Glenn Mills. Right. Is Delco? Of course it is. Sure. You know? But they're not saying that. I don't go to Glenn Mills. It's just too well, far away from me. <laughs> yes, you, you, I, I remember you, uh, you've heard people argue, that's not real Delco. This is real Delco. <laughs> well, listen. And it's usually the more... I, what's a good word for it? The, the trashier part? I don't, I don't know. You know what I mean? Well, Basically. The, more, yeah. the working class. Yeah. The working class is another way to put it. Actually, a few months ago, my, ed, my editor said to me, you should write an, a feature about, like, Delco. Like, what is it? Is it a mindset? Is it a geographical place? It's all of these things. Well, when it's when we hear it um, uttered these days, and we have people coming in from out of the uh, the state, or we have celebrities who come in, and, and they're familiar with Delco, it's mentioned in a, in a, in a very favorable way. So I think it's... Uh, I think it's on an uptick. Delco's on the rise. Yes, yeah. and and so what you know, Delco will have a you know a, a bracket in March, and you know which is the most Delcoist town of Delco. Right. And I think uh, you know Ridley won the the first year. I think uh, maybe. Like, 
Uh, no, but like I think Glenn Olden won last year. But like if you were to say it, to me, give me the top five Delco towns or townships, I would go like Ridley, Glen Olden, Springfield for sure. Yeah, uh, media and and so. At the, but those are all the ones that are like right in the center. Okay. Of the, of the mm-hmm. county. By the way, there's some text coming in. Uh, somebody texted in and said, uh, we say Delco and Deep Delco. Ah, Those are two different I like that. I like that. But uh, somebody else has said the Blue Route divides Delco into East and West Delco. Hmm. Well, I used to be, because I played Edco uh, uh, baseball, right? So it was East Delaware County. And so that's that's how I identified. Edco? Know, senior Edco. There could yeah. be like a secession effort for part of Delco to pull <laughs> the great, off, you know? The great <laughs> Civil War. Forces amassing along the Blue Route. I like Delco and Deep Delco. That's yeah. pretty good. Um, so the worst of Philly, my favorite thing on that list is the Vogue Travel Guide. Oh, like, yeah. dear God. What is that? You know, we talked about it. It was this we did? poorly researched article about Philadelphia, and there were glaring mistakes. Yeah, I mean, if you're, especially Philly in particular, yeah. I feel like if you're going to be a national publication and you're going to say, okay, this is your official ultimate guide to Philadelphia, you got to be accurate about it because yeah, Philly is going to beat the crap out of you otherwise. What did they get wrong? Oh, you know what? There's a great article in uh, Billy Penn, our uh, our friends and competitors. Uh, one of their reporters read the guide and was like, this isn't right. This isn't right. She, called, so like, she found at least out. five factual errors. And it wasn't even a long guide. It wasn't like 5,000 words. It was like a short thing. Oh. But they got just like basic facts wrong. Like, like, like that restaurants one? that are closed. Yeah. That yeah. are not there anymore. Right. They called. They said that Wayne was within the city limits. Things like that. Yeah. Uh, well, okay, yeah, that's way off. <laughs> and way you know, off. this is Vogue. This is a national <laughs> yeah. corporate magazine. Now, I also saw something that, that popped out on the Jersey Shore: spray sunscreeners. <laughs> uh, this is I a. Like I have too. a real. Pro- I, I, and let me just say real quick, since we're talking about worst affiliate, yeah. people can go to the website and read the full list. Right. And I just think it's very funny that y'all can talk about <laughs> pregnant anal sex, but I can't talk about politics. <laughs> so you can go to the website to read the full version. But. Back to spray sunscreeners. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I was just in Atlantic City sitting on the beach yesterday. Right. And there were people like 20 feet away from me. You know, I'm, of course, in the wrong direction with the wind. And they're just like spraying it all over the place. And I was literally sitting there trying to eat a Dino's tuna hoagie on the beach. And then all of a sudden, all I can taste is those chemicals. I mean, it's just right. the lotion works really well. Yeah. The spray well, is nice. The spray though. does, too. You just have to be mindful. You can You can do it without... Uh, interrupting collateral damage. So, so what, you just have to be. You, mm-hmm. you, you got to be uh, Preston, courteous about it. Preston. You're expecting people to be courteous in 2022. <laughs> I, know, I mean, I get what you're saying in theory. It's it. like communism's a great idea. Except yeah. I do it. I, I look around and I make sure nobody's downwind. But you, <laughs> not everybody but, but does listen, it. Yeah, I there's I'm a always lo- shake the sand off. There are the a blankets. lot of things about the beach that yeah. are just like, come on, really, for real? You didn't think about that? You know, it's constantly there's people. Yeah, yeah I'm a spray sunscreen. However. I apply prior to going to the beach and I, you know, and I know this isn't for everybody, but I'll put it on once a day and, and I'm good to go. So I'm not doing it on the beach. I understand what you're saying, but for me, I think it works. I don't, I don't like the, uh, the lotion. It ruins my manicure. Kathy, I knew I, I knew I loved you before. And the fact that you don't spray it on the beach and you spray it in your house and you keep all those toxic chemicals inside with your, your family, your family yeah. to no, breathe makes me very happy. Hold on. Actually, well, no, I'm not going to do it inside the house. I do do it outside. However, the people that spray the spray sunscreen inside the house, what? 
What is wrong with you? Kathy, I did it last week. What and is I was wrong so, with you? I couldn't believe after I did it, I was like, why are you such an idiot? Because I did it not only in my house, but on my kitchen, in my kitchen. And then, like, oh, everything around me was so slippery. Yep, yep. You slip and fall. I was, oh, my God. All right, you pointed out another thing in this list, Victor, that I thought, okay, is it just me? And it has to do with the shore as well, the biting black flies. Ugh. Okay? And it says here, no, not the green heads. I noticed that too. I, I, I had a couple of bites. I'm not familiar. And I'm like, that wasn't oh, a green head. That thing wasn't green. It was a it was a black fly mm-hmm. in my Chardonnay, uh, <laughs> but it I, I don't. And it wasn't a um, it wasn't a horse fly either. You know what I mean? Right. It's yeah. a. So I wrote. If you go to the online article and you click on you know where I say no, not green heads. These I actually did a whole article about these <laughs> flies. Okay. And talked to some entomologists in New Jersey, um, and they weren't exactly sure what it was but it's definitely a new presence that we've had over the last few years and the thing is is that the state because flies aren't detrimental the way that mosquitoes are new jersey has a big program for mosquito control they they do literally nothing for fly control and you know if the wind is coming off of the bay towards the ocean that's where they all live in those marshlands yes if you're getting the wind off the ocean you shouldn't have any but if the wind's coming off the bay at like 15 miles an hour i've left the beach you know i've gone down for a day trip and Mm -hmm. come back you know go go get some lunch and then come home and those things because they will eviscerate those things were biting my back through the chair <laughs> really? Yep. Yeah. I was like, ah, what is that? What? And I and I turned around and on the back of my chair there was like a whole a whole bunch of them and they were biting me through the damn beach chair. That's and, crazy. And literally nothing works to stop them. I mean, I took like that super off stuff yes. one day and they were down there and I pulled it out and I just to do an experiment, I just like doused my friggin' leg in, and I can't stand chemicals and I don't like that off stuff. Right. I, and this wasn't like the natural off. This was like the, <laughs> yeah. do not touch this stuff. <laughs> right. Um, and they just kept landing on my leg. They did absolutely nothing to repel them. Uh, if you're just tuning in, it's uh, <clears throat> Victor Fiorello, self-proclaimed editor-in-chief of uh, Philadelphia <laughs> Magazine. Not really. Uh, okay, so this one I, I like. It says, worst place to drive a car. This is the worst of Philly we're talking about. And uh, your magazine stated that it is? Everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> I, th- I mean, the last two years, because I never stopped going out. And, you know, I was still being a reporter during yeah. the pandemic. So I'm still out in my car all the time. And, uh, you know, over the last two years, the uh, driving was already bad in the city and, yes. now, and, and in the suburbs. And now it's just much worse. I mean, people... People are just crazy, and I think there's also at least the perception out there that there's not a police presence so that you can just go through a red light or go through a stop sign because no cop is going to pull you A lot of people who are driving consistently throughout the pandemic and then kind of had the road open have maintained that same Wild West attitude. I will tell you this, though, uh, the, the element of this whole everywhere is worse to drive. I've never seen more poorly planned um construction uh setups so (laughs) there'll be a construction pattern on one road and then the obvious detour has construction on it (laughs) so it's like why are you doing this and then you have the sort of this this labyrinth of things your your own neighborhood becomes this corn maze that you cannot get out of and it's a nightmare and i i don't know if the various departments don't talk to each other or if they but have you noticed that even the subroutes are getting um, construction that makes it even more problematic. Oh, it's crazy, and it just adds to this like feeling of chaos, or like you p- said, the Wild West. I mean, yeah. it really does feel that way out there. I was right. just driving home from rehearsal the other night from South Philly to my house 
which I'm sorry, I don't actually live in Delco, <laughs> but I live three minutes from it You're in very Philly. Close. And, uh, you know, just driving home that short distance. Right. I mean, when I say, like, I am a very aware driver and, like, I can't imagine being a 16-year-old new driver or, like, a super old driver who doesn't have the <laughs> right. risk about them. Because it's just like the cars are whipping around you like crazy. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's not just in... Philadelphia, because I live way on the outskirts, and uh, a uh, there's a somebody I don't know why in the morning. And oh, I'm, granted, it's like four four o'clock in the morning. Order four fifteen. Fifteen. There's a stoplight that I go to before I get onto the northeast extension, and I'll be sitting there, only one sitting there, and this guy comes up, just goes around me, and gets right on to the it, it, it runs straight through a red light, goes around me, runs a red light, and I'm like, what is going on here, man? I mean, just yeah, it's. It feels it's like, you know, like the Bruce Willis, uh, the Die Hard, where, right. like, the terrorist sees control of all the traffic lights and all the cars are going this yeah, way. Right, now, right. Sometimes it, like, feels like we're in that kind of, like, post-apocalyptic like scenario. Nothing. That yeah. would be Live Free or Die Hard. Is that it? Or Harder. I mean, harder. Yeah. I'm not sure. Uh, but, yes, yeah, exactly like that. There is a light, though, by Nick's house that um, doesn't change at, at the time that we come to work it does not change and he has to go through the red light yeah. in order to get onto the blue well, road. have we established if what if in fact there is a grace period in the middle of the night like if it I doesn't change was. can you go we, this has been a rumor that it's i know it's one of those rumors that i will buy into and mm-hmm. then get arrested i because- will <laughs> all right so we've been here 17 years uh, there is a red light that I have gone through for straight for 17 years on my way to work. Is it the, <laughs> oh. I, you say that? And is it the same light that I sit at sometimes mm, right up here? No, 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 no. Oh, oh no, no, not that one. Uh, no, and I don't want to say where it is. <laughs> but, yeah, I wouldn't uh, if I were you. <laughs> but it's more of like a like a, if I were making a left turn and there's a uh, like an arrow that needs to be on for me to make that left turn. Yes, and I'm usually there, it's a red arrow and I'm, and there's no ever any cars coming and and so i just i just go if it's insurance quick enough i'll i'll i observe i like to observe the traffic lights i don't want to be lawless but sometimes it, it does it's obviously ridiculous but i don't turn if i see headlights steve okay. that's the thing i want to the person you have well uh, I would, was, you, yeah. you want to go ahead and bring one up but uh, go ahead. one that i is is very much news driven is uh, and i agree is uh worst hollywood expat would be will smith <laughs> you know he went from being this golden child of philadelphia and with one stupid decision you know he really just uh tanked his uh reputation but you know on the other hand he really boosted chris uh (laughs) chris rocks chris rocks uh, career i mean he's just not that he wasn't talented and couldn't sell tickets but the guy is just selling out shows left and right you know it's weird victor i don't know if you so for all the years we've been doing this show and we've circuitously and i don't know how many times we've made full-throated efforts Will Smith has never nope. come on the show, never participated. I don't know if we're, and I don't want to say that he's getting word of what we're asking about and, and, and ignoring it, or if he's ever hearing about it at all, but not for the camp out for hunger, not for any of the, ch- nothing ever at all. I think he left the city behind. Yeah. I think, I think he really yeah. did. I mean, you know, he mentions it in, in, uh, in Miami and, and he mentions it, you know, in a few songs here and there. Yeah. But, you know, for the most part... But his part, parents were here. I don't know if they're no still show. here, but they were here for a long time. Yeah, they were definitely here for a long time. But, you, I mean, you guys know, I mean, I do a lot of Hollywood-type interviews, as as do you, and just trying to get... Like, you don't even know if the word is reaching that right. person right. or even their first-level publicist. It might be, like, a third person down the rung, an intern. No offense to the interns at WMR. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's like you don't even... Like, I was doing a Rocky oral history. Yeah. And, you know, Talia 
Cheshire, she talked to me for like three hours. Uh, Bert Young for like two hours. Just getting to Stallone's publicist, and, you know, he did wind up talking to me very briefly. Um, you know, it was just kind of ridiculous. Yeah. And, you know, all I was asking for was like 10 minutes on the phone. Right. And I think I got like 30 seconds, and it's just like, <laughs> this is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, no, that, and that's true. Sometimes that's the case. It's just like all, all of this time. And, and um, uh, you know, Stallone is obviously, uh, that, that would be a massive get. We, we would, we've had Frank Stallone in the studio. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you extended. did. Yeah. yeah. We um, couldn't get him to leave. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, he was great. But, uh, and, you know, but it's just, just like, come on. At least once we'd love to sit down for a long form interview with Stallone and, you know, and, and, and celebrate what he's done. I mean, so much of this city is predicated on, uh, on Stallone's creation. Yep. Uh, Victor, you mentioned in, in the worst of, uh, of Philly, uh, the Melrose Diner as the worst misplaced nostalgia. Can you yeah. explain that? Well, a few months ago, you know, the news story broke that they were going to tear down the Melrose, um, and everybody kind of went, uh, went crazy. Like, no, you can't do this. Like, this is a part of Philadelphia history, best place ever. Turns out they're not tearing it down, supposedly now. And my point was, like, they should go ahead and tear it down. <laughs> because I remember being there maybe in the 80s and 90s when it was definitely like a solid diner. But like so many other diners, and I would, put Delco's Lanark on this list. Um, hopefully they're not a sponsor of your show. Um, you know, I uh, they, they've just gone downhill miserably. So, um, you know, and it's a shame because, you know, I, I think we all remember as kids, like, there was a great diner in your neighborhood, mm -hmm. and now they're just kind of like corner bars. They're just, like, going away. Let me ask you, how many, though, uh, and did you have to take into consideration the hit that so many of these places took during COVID? And and might have thrown them off their game, you know. In, in other words, the Melrose Melrose was bad pre pandemic. Okay, all right, yes. all right, yeah. And I mean, on this list, listen, there are things I would put on there that I did not put on there because you know at times are tough. You don't want to punch down, right? And you know there are a lot of things on the list that are sort of called out because I'd like to see them improved, like the libraries and the schools and okay. things like that. Yeah, you know, it's not all fun and games on the Abs list. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, now we love Wawa. Wawa is one of our all-time favorites. Absolutely. Uh, hey, look, Nick, I have Nick my Wawa <laughs> coffee cup. I know Nick is not here today, and he would he would wholeheartedly disagree with you on you. Uh, well, here's what you did though: you you took the worst Wawa snack. So that doesn't mean that all snacks are bad. This is no. just the one that that you feel is the, the lacking in a department, and it's their soft pretzels. Yeah, they really changed. Now I talked to a Wawa spokesperson um, to find out what they did. She said they haven't made any significant changes uh, uh, for at least two years. Uh, but I grab them occasionally as a snack for my son. Uh, and daughter, and you know, I'll have like a bite of them because I'm just not a soft pretzel guy, really. Um, I, you know, I don't need to eat soft pretzels these days, uh, <laughs> pandemic weight and all. Um, and you know, something has definitely changed with them. Uh, they're just a lot breadier. They're kind of like mushy in a, in a way. Um, I also have a problem with the fact, um, that when we get them, it's hard to find one with a decent amount of salt on them. And I love, uh, salt. On you go, you go in, you want the salt. And then mm -hmm. I also just have to point out that you should look at the nutritional label <laughs> on a Wawa soft pretzel mm -hmm. and it says, what one serving's calories are, and it says what two serving's 
calories are, are and they don't add up to the total no. number of calories. Oh, number. Okay. Now, somebody explain that to me. Oh, right. like, eat more, it's less. <laughs> how about this? How about best Wawa snack? What would you if you had to put one? Because I've got mine. I've got my favorite in it. All right, let's, let's my, hear yours. My favorite is the um, uh, grapes, cheese, and crackers. Oh yeah, you love that. I <laughs> love it. It's an easy go-to. I feel somewhat okay about eating that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and it tastes good. I'll tell you. And my, it's in, my, just a, a quick grab and go. My new absolute favorite, and I just it's a couple months ago, uh, the their cinnamon oatmeal. Have you had that? No. Mm-hmm. Their cinnamon oatmeal. It always sells out too quickly, mm. but it's awesome. Okay. I mean, it's delicious. You guys are weird. I will say, I will say <laughs> yeah. that my Delco friend, Travo, uh, he uh, got Wawa delivered recently. We were having a couple beers, and he called for delivery, and he got a Wawa meatball uh, parmesan, oh, yeah. and he got the Wawa pork sandwich, and he stuck the one on top of the other. <laughs> oh, my God. He may or may not have ingested some kind of yeah, agent, sure. uh, and he ate them as a stack and said, it's wow. the new thing. It's the best thing ever. <laughs> well, so, I will <laughs> say that the, the pork sandwich is good. We, and Preston, we were eating their meatballs every morning for <laughs> breakfast yeah. for a, a, like a, two years. I think we invented the cup of meatballs yeah. at, uh, at Wawa <laughs> because they you we had to ask for it special. Can you just sell meatballs in a cup? Uh, I guess so. Okay, we'll take it. And that's what we were eating for breakfast for years. What about the vault? The uh, the hidden vault menu items. Oh, that's right. Okay. I forgot always, about that. Always interesting. Well, yes. um, Preston's son pointed out to me that you can actually, and it's not necessarily a hidden vault, but you can get a warm chocolate chip cookie mm-hmm. through the little menu. Really? And so that's my favorite snack. Not necessarily the warm one, but just the regular chocolate chip cookies that they have up by the register. Don't sleep on those. And wow. you know I'm a, I'm a connoisseur when it comes no, to this. No, you're absolutely correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, there was a, a little while ago, I talked about it with you guys, uh, this guy who was who was lobbying for Wawa to send him one of their trash cans. Uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. And he wanted so he to have his own little Delco moment at home with yeah. the trash can. The basic idea is that eat you, on it. you eat on the garbage can. Yeah. And so he had, did you see this at all? I did not. All right, so he, and he goes, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to take apart my dining room or my kitchen table and chairs uh, one piece at a time until you send me uh, a, a trash can. And so sure enough, like he was, he disassembled the chair and he goes, all right, balls in your court. And he was going to update it every single day. I don't know where he's at with that now. I got to check up on that. Because right. that is, that is a thing. Uh-huh. You will see people... At least in the cleaner. <laughs> yeah, see, he's now oh, moved on to the uh, living room furniture. <laughs> you see the guy with his sandwich They're not um, on the flat. Mm-hmm. Now, some of the Wawa locations have um, tables, mm-hmm. and you know you, you have that. So we actually, it's weird that out of state has has a lot more of the amenities that we still have to catch up to. Yeah, it's true. They've yeah. really focused on some of their, um, you know, stuff outside the state. And now there are a couple of Wawa drive-throughs, including one, uh, I think maybe up near Langhorn. Uh, they're testing out that now, where you can do a Wawa drive. Have we ever gotten your take on the uh, the classic Wawa versus Sheets? You know what? I've only been to Sheets a couple of times, yeah. my, but my kids, uh, when they go camping and stuff in the middle of the state, they'll go to Sheets. And, you know, they said that it absolutely doesn't even begin to compare yeah. to Your kids are, are very wise. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, so we've, we've gone through a few of the worst of. How about uh, some of the best of? Any, anything that you want to point out from that list, Victor, that's, uh, that you think is worth highlighting and maybe people can find out more when they get the magazine? Well, you know, again, I mentioned Wilson Secret Sauce, good friend of your show. I would just encourage people, um, you know, the food section is really fabulous and i would would call it invaluable thank you um and you know again this is like very deeply researched like we spend a year doing this and i think people should just like pick it up and go through 
and, you know, start reading and say, what's Soul Delicious Soul Food Cafe? I never heard of that. And, yeah. like, just go check it out because a lot of these are, um, like, if you look at our list, uh, there are a lot of just, like, neighborhood mom-and-pop shops. There aren't a lot of uh, corporate spots in here. Oh, of course, I have to shout out uh, winner Juana Tamale, your friend Jennifer Zavala's uh, restaurant in South Philly, her yeah. tacos. Um, so there's, you know, pl- uh, all kinds of things in here that uh, a lot of people maybe have never heard of. You will add, and that's kind of the point. You you'll know? add locate, you know, a number. We actually picked up a number of places that have become consistent haunts for us to, you know, to, to go to. And that's that's the whole purpose. It's great. When you're torn between this place and that place and they're like at an even tie how do you make that decision finally uh, putting them into the you, you said know. it's whose check clears <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we, we fight we fight a lot about it um, I mean you, uh, sometimes it could come down to like okay well this place or this place and then we think like oh well this place has gotten so much press and this place is like virtually unknown okay I would always give it to the unknown spot uh-huh. and I mean when I gave you know Delco Steaks Best of Philly last year like basically nobody knew who they were at that point because they were so new yeah and they had, you know, uh, opened uh, during the pandemic. Um, and, you know, they, they actually, I wrote a feature on them a few months ago. You know, they weren't even supposed to have a cheesesteak spot. They just needed a parking lot, more parking right. for their other restaurant that's adjacent. And so they bought the adjacent building um, and then opened it as Delco Steaks when they couldn't open the other restaurant because it was forced to be shut it's, down it's during crazy. the pandemic. It's amazing. So literally, it was like an accidental success yeah. story. And now they have multiple locations. They're at the Wells Fargo Center. That's great. Crazy. It I love crazy. hearing stuff like that. All right, so the full list is at phillymag.com? The full list is at phillymag.com, best of and worst of. And I have to say that earlier this week when the Phillies got their 10,000th uh, win, I remembered that my very first time on the show was the day that Casey over here went to the top of the art museum steps. It was you, right? It was actually Nick. Oh, damn, it yeah, was Nick. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. And dumped the marbles down there. And I'm, <laughs> I was I was after that on the show, and I'm sitting here listening like, what the heck are these guys doing? <laughs> yeah. That was my first time on the show, right, two, July 2007. I was here to talk about my uh, oral history of the Gary Heidnick serial killer. Oh, my God, which, yeah. Which is great, yeah. by the way, yeah. 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 10,000 marbles. Long time marbles. ago. That yeah. was, man. 10,000 marbles. Yeah. All right, well, now they got wins. We didn't do anything for that, of course. You know, <laughs> but, but someday we'll maybe commemorate that. Uh, listen, you guys always put together a great list, Victor. Thank, Thank you for you. coming by and sharing that. I appreciate it. And uh, good luck with your gig tonight at Dinner en Blanc. And hopefully I didn't piss Bill off too much. Is no, everything no, okay? No, I think everything's good. Hey, we, that's why we... we, we did the anal sex segment before you, <laughs> yeah. so you seem tame by comparison. Yeah, that's what we do. All right, thank you, Victor Fierro, guys. The best of Philly and worst of Philly uh, issue out now. We'll take a break. We'll come back in a second. The B file window return. MMR spotlights the best rock in Philadelphia with Jackson's local shots. That's right, and this month's artist is Road Killer. Road Killer, your local shots artist of the month. Check them out every Wednesday at 6.30 right here on the Mighty MMR. And you can hear and see more now at WMMR.com. Keyword, local shots. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks, Philly. We got another run of the B-File. Let's do it now. Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre. 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 
Well, we'll start with an 18-year-old suspected drug dealer in Florida. He was arrested after asking a county commissioner if he wanted to buy cocaine in a random text message, he said. Him. Just kind of reaching out. Yeah. yeah. I am a new dealer in your neighborhood. Thought you might be interested in some cocaine. Jack Edward Fisher was arrested after an undercover buy-bust operation. The commissioner, Joe Mullins, alerted the sheriff's office that he received a text from someone offering to sell him cocaine. Quote, an eight ball of cocaine. Well, that's good. Detectives took screenshots from the text conversation between Mullins and the suspect's phone number, and it was traced back to Fisher. I always get texts offering to buy my house. So Mullins kept in touch and organized a meeting at a local lake for Fisher in coordination with the authorities. Uh, Fisher was arrested without incident after walking up to the undercover detective vehicle to make the sale. Uh, authorities found Fisher with 3.17 grams of fentanyl in the bag. Wasn't even cocaine. Man. Come on, man. Guy's a rip-off artist. A two-year-old girl apparently got the ultimate revenge on a snake that bit her on the lip. Yeah. The child bit the snake after the reptile <laughs> bit her with the animal later dying. She killed it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the attack occurred in the child's backyard in Bengal, Turkey. Uh, neighbors heard the child screaming, ran to the scene. When they arrived, they reportedly found the child with the bite wounds on her mouth and a 20-inch snake dangling from her teeth. Wow. wow. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the child's father, Mehmet, had said that our neighbors told me that the snake was in the hand of my child. She was playing with it, and then it bit her, and then she bit the snake back as a reaction. Uh, neighbors called paramedics. Oh, you son of a bitch. And they performed first aid as well as made sure that the snake was dead. Uh, they said the child was uh, treated at the children's hospital, and after 24 hours of under observation, she was recovering well. So it wow. must not have been poisonous. Well, yes. Yep. As many as 20 passengers have suffered burns, three of them seriously, after they jumped from a train when it was engulfed by a forest fire in northeast Spain. Oh, my God. So the train had stopped while the, the dro- train in Spain? Yeah, was mainly uh, in the rain until this fire caught onto it. But, <laughs> no, they, they stopped. So the train stopped while the driver... Uh, seeing that the fire meant it was too dangerous to proceed, was preparing to reverse the train. But a number of passengers, fearing that the train would be consumed by the fire, panicked, and they broke the windows and got out. Wow. And that wow. was, like, the wrong decision. Yeah. So two of those with the most serious burns were evacuated by helicopter, while others, among them a young girl around 10 years old, were taken to nearby hospitals. Uh, according to emergency, emergency services, a 58-year-old woman among Jumping into the flames outside that train in Spain is insane. Suffered the worst burns after <laughs> fleeing the train. Uh, the train with 48 passengers on board stopped, and before the driver had managed to reverse uh, from the fire, several passengers broke the windows, escaped on the tracks. More than 1,000 people have been evacuated from their homes as high winds had been fanning the flames in Spain <laughs> from that train. Insane. That's crazy. All right, in Alabama... Uh, the search for a suspect in connection to a fatal attempted robbery led to the discovery of a large encampment and an armed five-year-old child. Alabama! So see if you can follow along this story. Yeah. Okay, this is kind of a lengthy one here. The search began when the sheriff's office said fire and rescue personnel responded for 22-year-old Adam Simji, who had been shot in the back. 
Sheriff's Office said responding emergency personnel found the girlfriend of the shooting victim, 20-year-old Michaela Paulus, performing CPR on Simji. Uh, personnel were unable to revive Simji. He died at the scene. Now, the Sheriff's Office said another woman, later identified as Yasmin Hyder, was found nearby with several gunshots to her torso. It was determined that Hyder attempted to rob Simji and Paulus at gunpoint and was shot by Simji, who had a concealed handgun. Hyder was airlifted to a hospital. She underwent surgery for her injuries. The initial investigation revealed that a second female suspect was present during the robbery and had fled the scene on foot uh, after the shots were fired. Over the next several hours, uh, the deputies received information that there may be a group of people living off the grid somewhere in the National Forest. The group of people were reported to be armed and potentially violent. Oh, boy. So a dog team tracked them down and uh, contacted, and they responded. The sheriff's office uh, provided aerial observation and overwatch uh, for deputies on the ground. The tracking team led the law enforcement to a large group of tents that had been set in what appeared to be a base camp. As law enforcement officials approached the base camp, they saw a woman standing near the tents. As officers ordered the woman to the ground, the sheriff's office said a five-year-old boy ran from the woods holding a loaded shotgun. Law enforcement told the child to put the shotgun down. However, he continued to the woman's location before putting the gun on the ground. The woman was taken into custody later identified as Crystal Pinkins. Uh, the sheriff's office said it was determined that the five-year-old was Pinkins' son. Pinkins was arrested and charged with endangering the welfare of a child. The investigation revealed that Paulus and Simji were driving down the road when they were flagged down by the woman, Hyder. Hyder reportedly asked the couple if they could get her to her car and help get it started, which was nearby. When the couple went to help her, she reportedly pulled out a gun and made the couple walk back to the woods. And at some point after uh, Hyder reportedly walked them to at gunpoint into the woods, the other guy, Simji, pulled out the handgun. He shoots at her. There's an exchange of gunfire. <laughs> He's shot and killed. This is a crazy, crazy. story. And they ended up, and now, and Hyder was shot up too. Uh, so Pinkins was charged with one count of murder, two counts of kidnapping, and two counts of robbery. So it's it's nuts uh, how this whole thing it's went. The down. same old story, same yeah. old. So I've seen it a hundred <laughs> times. Uh, oh man, this one's too intense. We have time for one more. Do you but, want to tease but, it? Nah, I need to do it now because it, I'm, it's going to get too far away from the story. All right. A 23-year-old Texas man has been charged with the murder of a 67-year-old man who the younger man allegedly tortured with pushpins. Oh, oh my gosh. Before fatally stabbing oh. him. Richard Plata was taken into custody on August 4th. His arrest came 16 days after 67-year-old Richard Davis was found dead inside an abandoned Houston apartment. Plata, according to prosecutors, tied Davis up before tormenting him, pressing the pushpins into the bottoms of his feet. Oh! And he allegedly beat the man before stabbing him with an unknown object. Pushpins. 23-year-old was on your uniform. What's that on your feet? A Uh, pushpin? The 23-year-old was still in custody on Monday afternoon with a scheduled court date set for August 29th. How messed up is that? All right. Another horrible story. We got to end with a lighter story. All right. So a million-dollar-plus mansion known as the Willie House. No. For its phallic-shaped topiary is back on the market almost a year after it was put up for sale, yet failed to sell. Uh, This is in England. The property is in the village of Cross Somerset, uh, where it's been turning heads for decades with its striking front garden lined with pieces of titillating topiary, uh, leading local school children to dub it the Willie House. I say, is that house festooned with penises? They have uh, penis uh, shrubs all over the place. Is there a penis in that shrub? Uh, The six-bed home is on the market. It's a 17th century mansion that has four spacious bedrooms on the first floor. Another room is the West Wing. Contains a living room in a suite with a detached cottage and bedroom, kitchenette, and shower. Ah. 
It comes with a conservatory, a potting shed, and a tack room for the storage and maintenance of riding equipment as well. Kathy, a potting shed. <laughs> you can put your succulents out there. Sounds great. Lots of penises, too. Mm. So all kinds of stuff there for you, Kathy. I don't know what it is, but I feel so horny. All right, and that is what I have in the bizarre file for you. Let's take a break. Come back in a second. We'll test your knowledge of today's program. The lesson question is up, as well as trash and music news. We'll be back in a moment. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out The Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Audio Slave. Love that song. Tell me how to live on MMR. I do like the end there where uh, Chris is playing around with his voice there. You can do it. Do that. Yeah, you. Well, you hit your, you hit your throat with your hand. And you go ah, like that. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Yeah. <laughs> Kathy's not impressed. Weird. No. She looked at me kind of like, why are you doing? Because you looked at me as if you wanted me to respond to I it. I wanted okay. you to say it how cool like that sounded. You know, she's over here though. She's over here trying to perfect the chicken fart. Yes. <laughs> can you do that? Under your uh, no, I don't think I ever could. No, no, I can't do it anymore. I could do it when I was a kid, but yeah, for whatever easy. reason, the shape of my armpit it gets defarted for my hand. Yeah, like, hang yeah, on. It's right. hang on <laughs> no, I can't do it. No, no, I can't. Oh, do wait, it. wait, I have one. Hold on, hang on, be quiet for a second. Nope, <laughs> I did for a second. <laughs> there yeah, there you go. Not too I bad. can do it like really, really slow. Chicken fart. All right. It's good. It's really good. Not bad. You're gifted. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Well, they, we called it the armpit fart, yeah. and I used to just do that all the time. Sure. And I, there were times where I could squeak it out, like in a slow one, like that, like, yeah. you could just change it's it. Like the, wait, I can't I, even do this. I've lost that technique. Oh, using your palms? Yeah. No. I was never Wait, a little bit. That. Oh, yeah. A little bit. A little squeaky thingy. Okay. We've won awards. <laughs> exactly. We, have. we awards. are in the National Radio Hall of Fame. Chicken farters. <laughs> Um, we're going to ask today's lesson question, and we are going to give away as a prize a pair of tickets to see Burt Kreischer. He's going to be performing Sunday, September 4th at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. And the question uh, I will ask uh, two folds here. Uh, Steve Perry is the national spokesperson for, <laughs> butt sex aware- for butt sex awareness. What is his slogan, or what should you say if, right. you, if you don't want it? Mm-hmm. Right. 215-263-WMMR. We'd appreciate it if you sang it. We'd, That'd we'd, be wonderful. Yeah. Okay. Steve Perry is a national spokesperson for butt sex awareness. Uh, what is his slogan? 215-263-WMMR. <laughs> call if you know the answer. And we're going to do the trash card calling. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR. 
with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, while we're waiting for that call, we'll see what is up in the trash. What you got for us this morning, Steve? Well, Kanye West reportedly is requested to have his new Yeezy Gap collection sold in trash bags that customers will have to dig through to find their sizes. Wes says he refuses to play by the rules, especially those rules that pertain to sanity. Jamila Jamil says that while doing stunts for She-Hulk attorney at law, she tore an anal muscle. Jamil says she had only she had this happen only once before while beta testing a new type of bran muffin. Oh my! But that's true. I didn't she know that was possible. She tore an anal muscle. That's what she says. And finally, Madonna raising eyebrows on her sixty fourth birthday by making out with and French kissing two women in public. What really raised eyebrows is that she was in line at Ride Aid waiting for her shingle shot. <laughs> I'm surprised she can even raise her eyebrows. All right, let's uh, go to the phone and see if somebody knows the answer to this. Uh, Steve Perry is a national spokesperson for butt sex awareness. What is his slogan? 215-263-WMMR. We're going to, is this Jessica or Jessia? Jessica. Hi, Jessica. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. All right, Steve Perry's uh, slogan for butt sex awareness, if you don't want it, is what? That is correct, yes. Yep, hang on, Jessica, you got it. And since you did get it, we're going to give you a pair of tickets to see Burt Kreischer Sunday, September 4th at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino Atlantic City. And tickets for both Burt shows uh, September 3rd and 4th are on sale now. You can go to WMMR.com for complete details. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Hey, 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 what is going on here? All right, we're going to start with this. A Motley Crue fan fell from the upper balcony at Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis during the band's concert there on Tuesday night. Uh, According to reports, Motley Crue was about 45 minutes into their set in the middle of performing Looks the Kill uh, when the incident happened. Local police said officers assisted the injured person, uh, and they were awake and breathing at the time, and there's no update on their condition. How far a drop was it? I don't know. Uh, TMZ released a video that showed a group of people standing around the unidentified man who, according to witnesses, was surrounded by a puddle of blood. Uh, Motley Crue seemed unaware of the incident and continued performing until the end of their set. So far, the band has not issued a statement. It happened at a Fish concert last year. Uh, Dude died. Uh, I remember actually, that. yeah, it was, and I think one dude fell and he lived, and another dude, he basically apparently just swan dove, and, and that was it. So did it on purpose? Uh huh. Looked like it. Okay. Coldplay released a video for the song "Humankind" from their chart-topping "Music of the Spheres" album. The clip is a live performance video based on footage from the band's four sold-out shows at Mexico City's Foro Soul Stadium earlier this year. Coldplay played the fourth of six sold-out shows at London's Wembley Stadium last night. Uh, the tour takes the band to Glasgow on August 23rd before they head back to Latin America for a run of dates. Uh, and also, Steve, you sent over a clip of Natalie Imbruglia. Join them on stage. Coldplay, Chris Martin, and they yes. did a tribute to Olivia Newton-John. They did. And you want to hear a little bit of that? We don't have it yet. We don't have it. Okay. Right, well, you, you just sing what it sounded like. Uh, <laughs> wait, I'm thinking of the wrong song. What oh, song did they do? Summer Lovin'. Happy a blast. Summer loving happens so fast. 
You know what? I have to admit, when when they when Coldplay does these little things like yeah. this, I don't really like it. No, I don't really like the versions of them. And and I I like Coldplay. Oh yeah, I think Chris Martin's an incredibly I, talented. I don't really care. I kind of thought this version was kind of underwhelming. Yeah, yeah. Do we have it. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Not even trying. No, he's not yeah. just singing. Well, what are you doing mm-hmm. now? No. And Natalie and like yeah. tra- singing as hard as she can. Yeah. Like, I don't want to do this. What's that? He's like, I don't want to do yeah. this. I know. Nice, they were doing a tribute yes. to uh, yeah. Olivia Newton John. Bless you. It'd be nice if he tried. <laughs> yeah, a little more effort would be nice. All right. Um, wow. I know. I'm so mad at myself. Sorry about that. Guy. It's okay. Mark Hoppus says he's open to all possibilities concerning a Blink 182 reunion. Uh, his battle with cancer brought him back in touch with former Blink uh, singer, guitarist Tom DeLong, who, of course, split with the trio in 2015. Well, then do it! And during his illness, the <laughs> two of them... Go ahead, do, do it! it now! Uh, the two of Reform, them... Reform! Do it now! <laughs> We're here! Uh, Arnold is all up in arms about... Uh, <laughs> Look what they do! We're here! Blink Reform it... now! Do it now! Uh, so, during his illness, the two of them, along with uh, Travis Barker, got back together for the first time in five years. And that was just before he started his regimen of chemotherapy. Hoppus told Billboard their relationship is good and said it's actually better than it used to be. He said there, no, uh, there were no uh, lingering grudges. Uh, it felt uh, back to what it should be. Three friends sitting in a room. There you go. Uh, that's great to hear. Do it! Hoppus... <laughs> <laughs> Hoppus continues to write new music and is open to the idea. Uh, open, We're here! He's open to the next phase of Blank and is very hopeful for the future. He said, I'm just uh, damn glad to be here. Uh, Hoppus has uh, been cancer-free for almost a year, so that's good. And Arnold really wants him to He's a big together. Blink fan. Finally, two more things out of the Foo Fighters camp. The September 3rd Taylor Hawkins tribute concert at London's Wembley Stadium will be filmed and streamed live. Uh, and this will be on Paramount Plus and MTV's YouTube channel starting at 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time. So it's earlier because it's uh, Right, much it's another there. planet. No, it's not oh, another no. planet. <laughs> like six hours ahead of us. Uh, Rolling Stone reported a one-hour primetime special featuring highlights from the show are going to air on CBS later that day at 10 p.m., while the full show will be available to stream on demand uh, starting the week of September 5th. Uh, and then uh, Dave Grohl was on hand on the 16th for a comedic performance at L.A.'s Largo with Beck, Tenacious D, and actor John C. Riley, Who and... looked like he was dressed as Steve Brule, Preston. Oh, really? From Check It Out? Uh, wait, Steve Brule. It, he plays Dr. Steve Brule. It's it's a... Um, oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God. It's hilarious. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, and producer uh, Greg Kirsten, uh, Ultimate Classic Rock reported the Foo Fighters leader joined in on the cruise performance of Seals and Croft's classic 1972 hit Summer Breeze. Uh-huh. 
jumping on stage at every verse to just sing the song's signature guitar riff. <laughs> so that's what he was doing. We have audio. Should have audio. We oh. do. Uh, right. Let's check that out. Dave going, yes, I believe, or Jack. Uh, so, among the other performers appearing were comedians Pete Holmes and Sarah Silverman, uh, with Tenacious Deep playing a mini set that features a take on Ario Speedwagon's Keep on Loving You. Judd Apatow through the benefit to raise funds for Victims First, which helps victims of mass shootings, terrorist attacks, and other mass casualty crimes. And that is where we will wrap up the music news for you. We have one final commercial break to take. And when we get back, we'll get the letter of the day for the word of the week. Brent Brent Portion again for Pierre Robert. Stay with us because you can't win that prize without that letter. We'll be right back. WMMR.com. The website for everything that rocks. Music news, events, photo galleries, contests, MMR gear in the rock shop, and more. All at WMMR.com. 311 933 WMMR. It's everything rocks down. 10:33. Get ready to wrap up the program for today. Another fun day had by all. I want to thank a couple people. I would like to thank from the J Wood Platt Caddy Scholarship our friend Kale Beer Beers who checked in. Uh, And he gave us tickets to give away to the uh, BMW Classic, which is taking place at uh, Wilmington Country Club. And it's like all. It's even if you don't know golf, like the people you know are there, like Rory McIlroy, you'd recognize Spieth them, and all these people. It's yeah. the big golf, the, the biggest golfers in the world, uh, not by height. Uh, yeah, but, uh, they're by, enormous. They're, yeah, they're just they're giants. <laughs> it's great to be here. Uh, they're in our area, and this is a, a really important uh, tournament that's taking place. So he gave us tickets. We gave those away. Made some people happy. A little VIP experience. And thank you to Victor Fiorello. Yay! Philadelphia Magazine, the worst of Philly and the best of Philly are out for 2022. So you can check the website, phillymag.com, and uh, find the lists and all the cool places to go check out or maybe to avoid or whatever it is. Uh, and this, this band will be playing at uh, Dinner on Blanc tonight. Yes. Dine. Uh, what did they, they say? Dine? Dine on Blanc. Uh, which is uh, tonight, by the way, it looks like the weather's going to be perfect for it. Perfect football is back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2023 Eagle season tickets. All you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwin.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. 
Blanc. Uh, lots of uh, sunshine uh, and no rain expected. Temperature's about 88. It'll be cooler when uh, that happens, so it should be nice. Brent Porsche is here. Good morning. Nice to see you, sir. You as well. I was actually at the uh, Best of Philly party a couple weeks ago oh, down cool. at uh, Dilworth uh, Park right outside City Hall there. Yeah. Ton of fun. Good food. A lot of great food. Yeah. Super hot. They had a tent out there. Oh, yeah. But it wasn't air conditioned. It was no, like 100 dude. degrees outside. Everybody's in their, their, their Sunday best. Uh, and everybody's cooking all the food underneath. And it was one of those 98 degrees. Yeah. It was so good. It was oh, so good. Nice. Yeah. How's it been going uh, middays this week? Loving it, man. Always love going in for PA. You have a great time. Excellent. Yeah. Well, let's do that letter. We got two more to go. You ready? Yep. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right. The Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. By the letter N as in near, 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 near. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. All right, we have a four-pack of weekend tickets to attend all four days as MMR Rocks Firefly Festival, September 22nd through the 25th. That's at the Woodlands in Dover, Delaware. Green Day, My Chemical Romance, Weezer, dozens more bands and artists spanning various musical genres. And tickets are on sale now at fireflyfestival.com and complete details available also at wmmr.com. So you got a couple of shows left this week and yeah. one next week. I will not be here on Monday. Oh, you won't? Okay. No, I will not. All right. Well, what you got going on today? Uh, today, Workforce Blocks. We got The Who. They released Who Are You 44 years ago today, so we'll be wow. celebrating the anniversary of that. Santana is in town tonight with Earth, Wind, and Fire, so we're doing a block of Santana, That's which I'm looking show. forward to. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, Corn released Follow the Leader 24 years ago today, and I may or may not have tickets to the Corn Show next Ooh. weekend, so we'll see. Uh, we're going to be jumping around in the 2 o'clock hour, if you know what I'm talking about, and we got the Coffee Break Music Marathon coming up next. Excellent. All right. Uh, let me thank our sponsors. President Steve Show is brought to you today by Acme Markets. Fresh Foods, Local Flavors, Acme Official Grocery Store of the Preston and Steve Show. Also brought to you by Duncan. Preston and Steve Show runs on Duncan. And by Squeezed.com. Feel great and lose weight with Squeezed. Tomorrow, a couple of guests on the program, uh, Kurt Metzger yes. will be here in our studio. Uh, and we also have uh, Caroline Aaron. She is from the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Ah. I believe she plays Mrs. Maisel's mother. Oh, that's cool. On the show. So we're going to be having her on the program. And, of course, uh, it's No Sad Bro Friday. It's kind of already No it Sad is. Bro Friday. It is. When we're done with the show on Thursday, yeah. it's kind of officially Thursday or Friday. So uh, we're happy about that. So join us tomorrow. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow. Okay. Bye-bye. Looking for great pay and a supportive team? Ready to help deliver what matters? Join UPS and a seasonal job here could turn into a rewarding career. Right now, we're hiring warehouse workers, package delivery drivers, and tractor-trailer drivers near you. All positions offer competitive pay, and bonuses are offered for some roles. Shift your life. Shift your world. Shift to Team UPS today. Apply now at upsjobs.com shift. Make the shift. Make a difference.